0: How about a monkey for your little nephew? Come on, I'll give you for $10. Really great deal. Come on, lady. no, I don't... It's really nice. Come on. Your boyfriend will love it. It's kind of kinky, you know what I mean? Come on. Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking
1: anything and everything you know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, join the discussion at The Rank Podcast on Twitter or X, threads, Instagram, and TikTok on our website at therankwithjohnandzack.com or at our email address, uh, therankwithjohnandzack at protonmail.com.
0: You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. That's patreon.com slash the rank podcast. And you can check out clips or full episodes on our YouTube channel, The Rank with John and Zach. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going.
1: Well goodness, I need to I need to get a new respiratory system. Are these like available online or I believe so, yeah. You you believe so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can, get, you can get anything on the internet. Human respiratory system. Oh, geez. <laughs> there are some available. Oh, and it only costs twenty thousand dollars. Oh, actually, can they do like lung transplants? I don't think they can. That's a good question. I,
0: I've never heard of a lung transplant, so you're probably mm-hmm. right.
1: They uh it just give me an iron lung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably it just <laughs> I can't wait. I I would actually... Well, you know, my lungs are actually okay. I was going to say biotic lungs, but uh, you're against cyberpunk implants, as we established.
0: No, I'm not against that. I'm against things things poking out.
1: Okay, gotcha. But what about like a...
0: I want my consciousness to be just uploaded into, you know, a nanobot or something and oh cool.
1: I can explore the multiverse. <laughs> That's gonna be pretty fun.
0: Now, would <laughs> right? you want
1: would you want to be like in a, into it like a computer mainframe and you just live in a completely virtual world or do you want like a As long as I body?
0: can get information from gotcha. the real world then yes. Well, and go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was going to say that would work really well for the rest of us, I think, cuz we could just put you in a room and go in when we actually feel like talking to you.
0: Right, exactly,
1: and just be like, <laughs> otherwise I could leave on.
0: the room when when I don't feel like dogging you.
1: yeah, so that would be perfect.
0: I um have you oh. seen the show upload or whatever it's called on prime?
1: Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm familiar
0: well, I saw the um, well, you know, I mean, it really kind of stems from the Black Mirror episode. Have you watched yeah. Black Mirror?
1: No, but uh, again, like I heard stuff, so I went and looked up about it. I I do this thing where if I I'm confident I'm not gonna watch a show, I just go read what happened. So I don't ever have to watch it. And the thing is is that I'm confident I'm not gonna watch most shows. So I just go look at spoilers. I'm always like spoiler websites. Do that with movies too sometimes. You know what? I think you're
0: you have that in common with Gen Z. I think Gen Z does that a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, fair enough, because I don't you know, we only have so much time and there's so much crap.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, especially you know, you can just you spend so much time on YouTube. This is to Gen Z, not necessarily yeah. you. Maybe you spend a lot of time on on uh, YouTube as well, but yeah. yeah. Well, I no, mean, not really. But I just, just with my, you know, with Parker, mm-hmm. they were always like, "Ah, oh, you just give me the spoiler." We're all yeah. looking up later, you know. Like I'm going to look up the spoiler, spoilers. I'm like, "What? Don't you want to watch it?" <laughs> nah. Nah.
1: Who wants <laughs> to commit that kind of time? Exactly. Um, I'm I'm with Gen Z on this one. Go Gen Z. Um. I. Uh, well, the problem is, is, if everybody's with Gen
0: Z on this, yeah. then we won't have a, an entertainment
1: industry anymore. Well, that, well, we won't need it since we don't actually need to watch anything. All they have to do is come up with the idea. I guess. I guess we'll just have writers because the writers will write it. Like, and then we'll just read what, what the synopsis of what they wrote. All we need is synopsis writers. That's everyone can just write synopses. That's an interesting book idea. Right, mm-hmm. so
0: it's just like it's not even short stories. It's just yeah. like 200 pages of like
1: 100 synopses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, that would spoilers be... for all the things that I've come up with. Yep, you don't have to read them. Um, <laughs> I would I wouldn't like wasting my good ideas by not actually writing stories. But if I had a bunch of extra ideas, maybe I could. There's a writer that I like. Um, his name's China Mieville. He writes sci-fi stuff. He's so good at coming up with wacky ideas. Like his ideas are just off the fucking wall, and um, sometimes the stories are like not up to the, the to the, the idea, up to yeah. the idea. And um, he's got uh, his most his most recent short story collection has a couple where he just describes his idea for a movie trailer, and like it doesn't really work. I mean, if I'm being honest, but I feel like he could potentially do a whole book. Here's a bunch of ideas I have, and like <laughs> just get them out sometimes the sometimes it really really does work and when that does it's like fantastic but a lot of the time you're like this is like it's not even like the idea was wasted it's just i'm not sometimes it's like he's like one of those people who comes up with an idea and you're like that's cool but like what are you gonna do with it like i kind of like okay some of these ideas you just need to get out into the universe and then that's it you don't really need to do anything you know
0: or yeah, I don't know. It's it's sort of like I would love to be able to like have like a writer's room, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like I can come up with good ideas, but I don't have the wherewithal to actually, you know, mm-hmm. do the work. Like it's not even that I, I'm not like a, averse to doing the work
1: mm-hmm.
0: or anything, but I don't think that I can create as well as I can come up with the idea. Does yeah. that make sense? No, it absolutely does. Um. I just I feel like I could be like, hey, look, here's my idea. Here's the here's here's the thing I would like to do. Now you make it good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the idea man. Just gotta yeah, exactly. toss it to a bunch of monkeys. All right, guys, punch it up. Um, when I was little, like uh, little, when I was younger, I used to watch the Larry Sanders Show a lot, and in that show, there's a lot of scenes that go on in the writers' room, and I was always like, comedy writing rooms seem really cool because they all just stand around. And die- well, actually, if you watch Thirty Rock, you'd see the same thing. Right. Um, or if you just and, listen to stories about any of these sitcoms. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like you and I would be good at that too because we would just come up with dumbass ideas and then riff off each other. And also like, the ideas sometimes come a lot better when you have other people to like bounce them off. So I feel like yes. that would be a good a good thing. Just have some, you know what we need is just these writers are all really underpaid like monkeys. So we just need to hire some and keep them in a room forever. It'll be a room right next to your the room that you're
0: you know what? It'll be the room that you're
1: uh your mainframe is in. And then we'll just go in there and have like a, like a whole thing. And you can be over there like, what if this was the toast? And we'd be like, okay, that's, that's a good <laughs> idea. No, I don't like that one, though. Let we just turn you off. <laughs> just
0: turn me off.
1: And you're like, no. Powered, no. I'm in offline mode. Yep. But then your little red light would be blinking. And we'd be like, is he still listening? I'm always listening. Yep, that's a, well, it's turning into like a like a dystopian sci-fi episode. I like it.
0: Well, then, and then you know, while you guys are pitching ideas to each other, while mm. I'm offline but still listening, yeah, and I can be going to my other group and
1: being like, "Hey, here's some great ideas. Write it real fast." <laughs> Man, you're like a double agent over here. You're yeah, actually exactly. working. For, you're actually working for the Jay Leno show, not us. I'll go. Why Jay
0: Leno? <laughs> I'll be like uh, all these, like you know. What Tom Clancy and Clive Cussler yeah. and all these ones? Oh yeah, it
1: just has your name on it. Yeah,
0: or James <laughs> Patterson. It's like yeah, it's a James Patterson story by this yep.
1: person. So you know, I've heard some of those. Sometimes they don't. You can't even find out who actually wrote it. Like it's like so. Obscurity. I don't like that. Me neither. It's like okay, that person. I get that. Like that person agreed to ghostwrite, but jeez.
0: You know the one thing. So.
1: It would be one thing if it was
0: like like you're talking about a writer's room and everybody sort of collectively does it Mm -hmm. so if it was like you know the james patterson team brings Mm -hmm. kiss the spider lady um, (laughs) then okay sure you know fine but it just I, i don't like the like well you know james patterson owns the idea Mm-hmm. And then, which is funny because it's literally what I'm describing yeah, that I'm Is yeah that actually is exactly
1: it that you you give,
0: uh, do this and then okay but see I wouldn't want the total credit I would just you know like story by John yeah. written by whatever right?
1: Gotcha. so you'd just be the John Long of the whatever that's right
0: the premise premise by
1: <laughs> yeah I wonder if he made good money off of that premise or all the premises premises that he's come up with premises Prometheus, Prometheus, Prometheus. Ridley Scott. There you go. I I think John Long came up with the idea for that though. I think he
0: did, yeah. Prometheus idea by John Long. Frank Dukes did all the uh, stunt coordinating.
1: Space Hanger. (laughs) Or is it Alien Hanger? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I don't know.
0: We didn't have uh, uh, John Long when we did Aliens. That's That's true.
1: Oh he was right. on the very
0: next episode. Yeah,
1: we, he was lurking in the shadows waiting for us.
0: <laughs> they don't know yet, but I'm coming.
1: Yep. I'm coming long. Um, oh, that's enough of that. Yep,
0: gross. Okay. So in every episode, we're gonna give a brief summary of the movie after our banter, which you just heard. I hope you enjoyed the end where we came long.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh and then we go into the potent notables. They're just, you know, some interesting little tidbits, uh, notable things that surrounded the movie. And then we go into the movie overview, which, spoiler alert, is us doing the entire plot of the movie from beginning to end. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to watch it before you listen to us. Um, Or, you know, if you don't care that much, if you're like Zach, you're like, ah, just spoil it for me.
1: (laughs) Then This is like the perfect show for you. Not everything, by the way. Just things I know I'm not going to watch. Well, this might be something that many people know they're not going to watch. This is a good point. We'll see. <laughs> this is a good point you make. We, have a, we both have a feeling.
0: And then uh, and then we we end things with the rank, the namesake of the show, where we rank things on a scale of one to five in ten different categories. The cumulative score between us is where we get to the ultimate rank. Um, and all of those rankings are on our website and our updated rankings. So, without further ado... Let's, let's uh, talk about the movie. Today we're ranking Romancing the Stone, the 1984 film starring Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner, written by Diane Thomas and directed by Robert Zemeckis. The story follows Joan Wilder, a romance novelist who finds herself on a real-life adventure in the Colombian jungle. After her sister is kidnapped, Joan becomes entangled with a treasure map and a rugged adventurer named Jack Colton together they embark on a perilous journey to rescue Joan's sister and find a valuable gem as the unlikely pair navigate da- dangerous situations they develop a romantic connection So we've ranked 28 action movies Raiders of the Lost Ark continues to enjoy the longest reign at the top Spider-Man 2 was last was the last one we did and for me it was kind of a disappointment
1: yeah I was I liked it less than I remembered liking it too which has yeah. happened a couple of times. So maybe it's good to revisit movies once every 20 years. <laughs> well, that's but then we'll you only want, watch... on. that's all I'll do though. So I'll just be rewatching the exact same set of movies every 20 years. Yep, still like aliens. <laughs> well, we still only have two S tier movies with
0: Inception and Raiders, but Edge of Tomorrow yeah. was on the edge of S tier. So yeah. those are the top three right now. Um, neither of us had seen romancing the stone mm-hmm. before this i went in without any expectations what about you did you Oh uh, yeah uh, no
1: I, I just knew that it was you know I knew, I knew the basics of the story not the story exactly but i knew the basics of what it was you know like a like a action romantic you know they fall in love in the jungle or whatever
0: yeah I, you know it's funny because I, I wrote this Before I watched the movie and I said, Well, Mm -hmm. well, will we finally have another S tier movie? Mm -hmm. I don't think so.
1: After (laughs) you're just guessing, no. (laughs)
0: Well,
1: wait till you see my grades, fives across the board.
0: Oh boy, still don't think it'll make it to S tier. Um, (laughs) but uh well let's let's uh let's get into it, let's find out what the ranking is is going to be. Yeah, on to our potent notables. As always, we're gonna start with the box office results. Romancing the Stone made $76.6 million at the box office domestically
1: mm-hmm.
0: and $10 million at the international box.
1: box Ooh, an, an extra $10 million there.
0: Yeah. Well, this is back, you know, when the, yeah. the international wasn't a bit as big as it is now and uh for a grand total of 86.6 million dollars all of this against a budget of 10 million mm.
1: dollars really... they made it up on international alone
0: <laughs> that's a pretty low budget when you think yeah. about it i you know not to like foreshadow anything but it shows
1: um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i remember being a, under the impression that this had been a hit um well it to, was it, it got a sequel so yeah um what, what the Jewel of the Nile or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, yeah, it was like going to be a whole franchise, maybe. I don't know.
0: Well, after the film's original cut scored very low with preview audiences, studio mm-hmm. executives were so sure this film would flop that they fired Robert Zemeckis preemptively from directing Cocoon.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> they were like, <laughs> We need someone who's a more surefire. Thing I know, the kid from Happy Days and Andy Griffith
0: um but you know bob here knew this film could be saved and made substantial Mm -hmm. changes the film was shortened with material following the discovery of the crash plane largely eliminated Mm -hmm. Um, new scenes were written and shot mostly involving the prologue and epilogue focusing on joan needing to find a good man Mm -hmm. Um, the original scenes of joan with a male publisher were replaced by the moments with gloria as her editor
1: Oh man, yeah!
0: <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Taking it her is. to a bar, encouraging her to date, and bolst- bolstering her romantic dreams and desires. And another big revision was the refilming of the scene in the crashed plane where Joan and Jack learn about each other. Mm-hmm. Changes in Joan and Jack's appearances appearances uh, can be seen between the exterior shots of the plane mm-hmm. to the studio shot interior, which is which was fi- filmed five months later. Oh, <laughs> jeez! Including weight gain by Michael Douglas. Okay, <laughs> um, but it it tr- the movie turned out to be such a success that Zemeckis was able to go forward on his own project.
1: Mm-mm. What what project was that?
0: Back to the Future.
1: Hey, I didn't realize, I kind of assumed I, I was. I didn't look at the dates, so I didn't think of it. But uh, isn't that um, kind of
0: fascinating? Because it came out the year before Back to the Future.
1: I, I thank you, for Romancing the Stone. If nothing else, they gave us that. And not to spoil it in case we ever do it, but Back to the Future is so s tier for me regardless really Mm -hmm.
0: when was the last time we
1: watched it i guess we'd see uh last year i think okay so it still it holds up for you is what you're saying it it absolutely does we'll talk i mean this is not this is not bad but yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) well a little tidbit about the title the phrase romancing the stone is a piece of jeweler's jargon referring Mm. to a step in preparing a gem for use in jewelry
1: Ooh, I can just imagine these these pervert, you know, jewelers in a <laughs> That is not how I thought of it. And That's... now I i can't stop
0: thinking <laughs> of this guy like etching away at a at like yeah. a diamond or something. And he's yeah. just like got a boner. Yep. He's like, oh I'm, I'm romancing it. Right yeah. I'm wooing this stone.
1: It's it's like a lady. You have to you have to chip her with a with a chisel,
0: that's that's exactly how you have to do it.
1: It's the only way to her heart. Or I'm sorry, her corazon, corazon, corazon. Yeah, that was really excellent pronunciation for me.
0: I also, so not. I mean, this is probably more for the movie overview. But since you said corazon, mm-hmm. I felt like the Spanish that they used, where they were like, "What does this mean?" I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, "This not
0: like hard." Yeah.
1: yeah. You don't need to know what Madre like, or le- Leche. You
0: exactly. Leche to Madre. Like, yeah. Okay.
1: I feel like you could get there and like, I don't know. you feel like Leche is pretty. <laughs> I, madre actually. I feel like you can yeah. know what Madre is. Madre, could...
0: Padre, Leche, yeah. Corazon. I mean, do people really not know these words?
1: Uh, I mean, I know that she went to, like, she had no intention of going to Colombia, but it's funny when she gets there, how like, just, j- she knows zero Spanish whatsoever. <laughs> not even the littlest bit yeah
0: it's um anyway well so that so go back to the poet notables here this film mm-hmm. marked the beginning of of robert Zemeckis's partnership with composer alan Silvestri. Mm-hmm. um so he was hired to do a temor- temporary score for the film but bob liked his work so much that he kept him on as a composer
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and ever since then Silvestri has composed the music for every zemeckis
1: directed film um that means he did that back to the future theme
0: that's right. It's sort of fascinating. I've noticed from doing, you know, this podcast that like mm-hmm. directors tend to have their guys. Yeah.
1: It definitely seems like they do. Um, heck, Steven Spielberg, for instance, right, used to at least be buddies with with Robert Zemeckis. I don't know if they still are. Well, and
0: then you had um, Sam Raimi had used Danny Elfman up until Spider Man Two, and then they
1: oh, had and the then falling uh, out oh it was it was, it was bad <laughs> that's sam raimi Danny Elfman <laughs> falling out apparently <laughs> i don't know what but it was it was it was uns- it'd be funny if um sam raimi didn't even know that they had been arguing <laughs> and like danny elfin <laughs> was that passionate about it and <laughs> sam Raimi's was like wait a sec what <laughs> <laughs> wait what happened yeah i don't remember doing anything quite that, that bad but okay
0: so as you heard a little bit ago the writer for this movie was diane thomas
1: mm-hmm. This was the only produced screenplay for mm-hmm. her. Did she? I I don't. I, I saw her name and was like, I don't know a damn thing about her. So I guess that that stands makes uh, stands to reason. I should say. Well, she had been
0: working as a waitress in Malibu when uh-huh. uh, producer slash star Michael Douglas optioned her
1: script for two hundred fifty
0: thousand dollars.
1: Oh, so was she just sending it around like, here I'll send this to Michael Douglas's house. <laughs> apparently i don't know uh, but she quit her job right mm-hmm. but here's
0: the sad part she mm-hmm. died in a car oh. accident while working on a new movie Jeez, with steven spielberg the following year oh. and about seven weeks before the opening of the of of the uh romancing the stone sequel mm-hmm. is when she when she passed she was a passenger while her boyfriend was, was driving a porsche Mm-hmm. And Douglas had bought her as oh, a thank you gift.
1: My goodness. <laughs> That's like really but, sad. It's it's like a tragedy. And uh I was I know it's not Michael Douglas's fault for buying her the Porsche, but also I was the boyfriend driving. It's her Porsche, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's you know Steve McQueen. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's like, I do my own stunt driving. She's like, stunt stunt driving? Wait, what? And then he just takes <laughs> off and wheels, like, you know, screeching. Um no yeah it's she's like on the verge of making it big doing a steven spielberg movie you know yeah i know i feel like
0: there should be a movie about her
1: yeah she should write wait no i guess she can't write it but (laughs) (laughs) she should
0: write a movie about her death
1: yeah she it turns out somebody's looking through her office they open up a drawer she has one already it's all about the exact thing that happened and we're like wait a second Now, Michael Douglas
0: and Danny DeVito were roommates during their time in New York City when they were starting out in show business.
1: You know, you hear about that kind of stuff a lot. And like, if you walk into (laughs) any random apartment where where aspiring actors work, right? Or live, Uh like you go the aspiring actor district and you go into an apartment, would you say everyone in this apartment is going to be a star? (laughs) Like what are the chances of that happening? And (laughs) yet you hear about it all the damn time. I know, it's incredible i don't like when these famous people were like roommates with each other and i don't like it especially when they're like you know completely random like jack nicholas used to be you know the um the golfer, the golfer not the actor who's jack nicholson obviously but jack nicholas used to be roommates with al gore and it's like what why What's like? <laughs> where the hell did they even random connections it, it makes me feel like rich people famous people it, it makes me believe in the illuminati almost You know, (laughs) that these famous people are all part of a thing. And uh, we can't, we're not in it. So, you know, it's all a club and we're not in it. So, well, so here's, here's what it is. One of them
0: usually gets a break first and they're like, hey, you should check my friend out.
1: No, you know what? That's probably it.
0: So that's basically what happens here because DeVito said that Douglas got his break first with the TV series, The Streets of San Francisco, Mm -hmm. right? But he, Michael Douglas actually continued to pay his share of the rent, even after leaving their apartment.
1: So that's nice.
0: Yeah, isn't that nice? And he would later, as producer and reluctant lead character Jack T. Colton, oh, offer the part of Ralph to Devito, which Devito admits was good exposure and helpful to his career.
1: Well done, uh, everyone. I guess I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's more it's more nice that way. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it and is. I know like maybe oh that's nepotism or whatever you could say that, but you know the thing is, if you have the opportunity to help a friend out. Mm-hmm. You usually take that opportunity, right?
1: Yeah. Also, I like to like take people out there at, 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 like take it on faith that Michael Douglas actually thought that Danny DeVito was good. So Right. Sure. <laughs> wow, someone doesn't like Danny DeVito. Right? No, no,
0: no, no. I was being sincere. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I actually think that um, you know, if it's a if it's a case, it's um it's one of those things like if you refer somebody to a job, mm-hmm. And it's a friend. You wouldn't refer a friend that you think would do a bad job because it'll
1: reflect poorly on you. So, Mm -hmm. Um, no, it's absolutely true. And um, if you if you ever get a uh, a job on a sitcom, I hope you uh, tell them about me. Yeah, we'll see. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I didn't even mean (laughs) tell them I'd be for a job. Just tell them about me. Just remember (laughs) me to them. (laughs) Hey, it's my my friend. I have a friend named Zach. Exactly, and they'll be like, okay. What about him? He's like, yeah, it's all he exists. He told me to tell you. (laughs) Um, but Michael
0: Douglas was was intrigued by the script despite some initial hesitation,
1: right? Hold on, let me do my Michael Douglas reading the script impression. Hmm. It's exactly right, it's exactly like that. That's how we did it.
0: But ultimately was won over by the opportunity to exhibit the rock climbing skills he'd honed
1: as a teenager with John Long, John Long. (laughs) His rock climbing skills. I guess you never know what people are thinking. He's thinking "Eh, the script is okay, but I want to rock climb in the one scene (laughs) that happens.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. so here's the thing. John Long isn't, you know, actually a part of this. But that was real, that he wanted to exhibit his rock climbing.
2: Okay. Because when he was around
0: 16 years old, he he would enjoy rock climbing with his father during breaks in the filming of Spartacus, which was shot largely in Death Valley.
1: Okay, so that's probably nepotism, by the way. I, I had forgotten just for a second that his father was a huge movie star. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think that's nepotism? I think that's I
0: mean, probably
2: nepotism.
1: Um, I actually, been- that doesn't bother me either, to be honest with you. I, it kind of doesn't either. I don't take I don't make as big a deal as these about these Nepo babies as a lot of people, but at the same time I do wish that they would like acknowledge yes, that was helpful, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is to me, right, this is the mm-hmm. way I look at it, is if if they weren't good, mm-hmm. they wouldn't continue. Yeah, you that's know? true. You don't see Jaden Smith in any movies, do you? No, I don't. And like, ouch poor jaden smith <laughs> yeah i don't mean i'm not like i don't mean to disparage him specifically but like he's not he wasn't a very good actor mm-hmm. right and the, and the movies that he was in didn't do that well except for um karate kid karate kid yeah but i mean that was i think it probably should have done better you know i don't know but it doesn't really matter the point i'm making is that it's still up to you as the consumer mm-hmm. on who they're going to put into stuff
1: hmm I kind of wonder if, um, did you see the whole debacle, debacle, debacle with uh, debacle. <laughs> with uh, that, the HBO show The Idol that um, The Weeknd was in with Lily Rose Depp? No. It was not considered good at all. And I think a lot of it is probably The Weeknd's fault, so not to put it on Lily Rose Depp, but I kind of wonder if we're going to see her in a heck of a lot after after that was such a flop.
0: Yeah. Probably not. I haven't even heard of it, so...
1: <laughs> well, it was a it was a big thing. The, the the filming was not like the filming was tumultuous, tumultuous, and uh, um, and then the show was just horrendous. Apparently, so I didn't I didn't watch it. I read all the episodes and synopses, though. Of course, you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm being dead <bit> serious. <laughs> I I took you at your word. Oh, good. I'm glad you shouldn't generally, but I'm glad. You know what? Let's take that back. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke, and then it made it sound like I'm a sociopath or something.
0: In the dance scene, Mm -hmm. um, Michael Douglas was not aware that he was being filmed. He was dancing with Kathleen Turner and some extras and was surprised to find Robert Zemeckis had been filming the entire time.
1: Now, my question is, how do you hide the fact that you're filming with movie film equipment? This isn't like he was over there with his phone recording. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, you know, I think they were just like maybe rehearsing
0: or practicing. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you were actually filming. Gotcha.
1: And I'm the producer of this. Damn it! <laughs> I didn't give permission for this. <laughs> You're you wasting know... my film. But he and he's like no name, Robert Zemeckis at the
0: time. So right, exactly. The film was originally supposed to be filmed in Colombia, where the story takes place, but <laughs> life imitated art in that Colombia also suffered an increase in American kidnappings.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So they okay. moved
0: the production to Mexico.
1: So uh, it turns out that the 80s and so, uh, about is a, is a tumultuous time there in uh basically in South, you know in North Africa and uh and uh South America.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Although the North, North Africa issue continued into
0: into the 90s where they yeah. had to take out kidnapping insurance and not <laughs> tell anybody. <apparently>. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't worry them unnecessarily.
1: You That's probably ep- won't get kidnapped.
0: That's episode 5, ladies and gentlemen, uh from The action movie rankings, The Mummy, just so you know, notable from there.
1: Well, it actually is interesting that it keeps coming up that like it's difficult to film in some places on location because of you know because of kidnapping. Yeah, not every place is as safe as that. And then these, you know, you have to think it might even be a little bit more risky given that they're celebrities. So Kathleen Turner once said of working with director
0: Robert Zemeckis here, Mm -hmm. "quote I remember terrible arguments." doing romancing he's a film Mm. school grad fascinated by cameras and effects i never felt that he knew what i was having to do to adjust my acting to some of his damn cameras (laughs) sometimes he puts you in ridiculous postures i'd say this is not helping me this is not the way i like to work thank you Mm. (laughs) i wish i could do it in a more husky voice
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's just jessica rabbit voice
0: yeah exactly and according to her memoir, Kathleen Turner's memoir, mm-hmm. Michael Douglas originally offered the role of Joan to Deborah Winger. Mm-hmm. They met at a Mexican restaurant to discuss it, but according to Douglas, she ended up biting him. <laughs> so, okay. So she didn't get the part.
2: Uh, how, how many times how many times
0: does that
1: happen to us though? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I bite a, people business all the meeting. time thinking it's cute and Yeah, you know, just, yeah, and they don't like it. It's weird. We never learn. <laughs> but what's funny about this is i thought well this is a silly story right Mm. i mean it's in her it's in her you know autobiography okay i'll put it in the potent Notables. i just Mm. want to see if michael douglas has said anything about this right Mm.
2: Mm.
0: he confirmed it by saying (laughs) quote we walk out and just as you as you'd kind of go oh you and give somebody a little punch in the arm like a joke Mm. she goes oh you and bites me in the arm
1: and uh i imagine it's like okay i don't know how to react to this um bye then <laughs>
0: <laughs> well he continues and he goes she's like joking and i look at her and i'm like whoo i don't know man this could be rough mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah she lost the part because of that
1: um i i guess michael douglas looked yummy i don't know
0: <laughs> she's a regular army hammer
1: yeah oh good good god <laughs> <laughs>
0: um apparently sally field was also offered the role and she turned Mm. it down uh in an interview actually earlier this year sally said she turned it down because quote my instinct was there's somebody else out there who's better and that some and that somebody was kathleen turner that long-legged kathleen with her husky voice i mean she's still breathtakingly good and she's so sweet there's nobody like
1: her that's what i do every time i don't get a job too i i just knew there was somebody better <laughs> yeah, exactly somebody who's meant me. to have that job, and apparently they have one other thing
0: in common. Mm-hmm. They both claim that Burt Reynolds was the worst kisser. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I think we both know about that. Yep. I always felt like his—it was his mustache that was scratchy. Other than that, he was good. Yeah, it was it's tickly. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I just couldn't stop laughing. We got another person here. Jessica Lang apparently also turned down the role. So who's everybody turning this role down? Yeah, apparently she wanted to tackle, quote, more serious, quote, uh, mm. work. Don't we all? Now, for Jack Colton, Paul Newman turned it down because he felt like there there was excessive violence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christopher Reeve also turned it down, but I, I didn't find out why. And here's the, here's the best
1: one. Sylvester Stallone turned it oh, down. Sylvester Stallone. Come on. You could have had it. Hidden. Instead, he went on to do. Over, the no, top. there's a reason for that, and you're gonna
0: love it. Oh, I can't he wait it down because he didn't want to jeopardize the role that he was really looking to do, mm-hmm. Rhinestone. <laughs> yes, okay, well, Rhinestone, which he has candidly said he regrets, along with turning down Coming Home and
1: Witness. So, not the best judgment on that, there, Sylvester, but that's okay, you've, <laughs> you've had other hits still though this particular instance not so much (laughs) oh i love it you should have run that past somebody hopefully but yeah preferably arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) arnold should i take this role yeah so this movie was
0: notoriously hard to shoot on location in the jungles in mexico right the mech has actually said quote it was very very tough when the movie was over i said to my agent who gave me the script who is now my partner jack rapke mm-hmm. if another script ever comes across your desk that has a that has a line in it that says exterior jungle night <laughs> rain never send it to me which is why he never worked with uh sylvester stallone right because that's all stallone does work in the jungle he, he likes to play in the jungles as we've established <laughs> exactly arnie told me that
1: mm-hmm
0: um Now, this was Michael Douglas's first action film, and he had a fun little action sequence gone wrong. Mm -hmm. So he had to grab the tail of an alligator Mm -hmm. who had eaten the stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when he did, the alligator gave him a couple hits to the face
1: so that was a real alligator this, tail that
0: he was grabbing i guess apparently i didn't know that i when i watched it i'm like that's not real but apparently there was a real maybe they were like this is a bad idea we're just yeah, gonna have him grab yeah. a fake one
1: yeah because it looked fake <laughs> i mean i
0: thought it was fake yeah. um but apparently for one scene he did grab a real alligator tail and that alligator hit him in the face with his tail because he was like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Which is what
0: you'd expect an alligator yeah. to do
1: every time I grab an alligator tail. I'm ready for that. Or at least I'm so, not surprised.
0: Well, I imagine that that would have hurt. Right. But mm-hmm. this, this story keeps going. Okay. <laughs> um, but not as bad for, for Michael Douglas. Gotcha. So after the gator attacked him, it went into the bay with the trainers rushing after it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll let Michael tell it from here. <laughs> so quote, We were looking for him. Finally, we heard some people yelling a little further down. It was a night sequence, and we moved the lights over to where it was. What we didn't know was the wire had gotten loose and gotten off. There was a wire around the alligator's mouth Mm -hmm. to keep him from, you know, biting anybody. So the two trainers took a boat over to where the gator was and got into the water. Okay, so now back Mm -hmm. to Michael Douglas here. The worst thing happened. The alligator took the guy's hand and spun. And took him down and under. Mm-hmm. So, and, end quote here. The other trainer, who was also the man's brother, went down and wedged the gator's mouth open to rescue his brother. Mm-hmm. So, so Michael continues. We got him to the hospital in time. His hand was pretty mauled, and he lost a lot of blood. I went to see him. He, he wanted to whisper something to me, and I leaned over, and he said, my Rolex. Mm-hmm. It turned out he, he saved losing the hand because the alligator bit down on his watch. Mm -hmm. oh wow (laughs) yeah we went back to the location dove in the water and we found his rolex watch
1: Mm. end quote
0: i thought that was a crazy story
1: it's uh okay (laughs) you know it's maybe maybe not use live alligators anymore so much
0: (laughs) i bet michael douglas never worked with another live alligator
1: (laughs) except for demi Moore. Oh, I don't know why it was the first one I came up
0: with. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good choice because you know she was kind of crazy mm. in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, okay, so the last one, last but not least, here a lot of people considered this a Raiders of the Lost Ark ripoff, but it was actually written in 1979 before Raiders existed. Mm-hmm. So I'm including this because. I read it over and over again when looking up notable stuff like this. Like, it's not a Raiders clone. It's not a Raiders clone. You know, like everybody wanted to be very clear that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it was Fox's attempt to cash in on the Raiders train. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so the idea may not be a ripoff, but Fox sure saw an opportunity. You know, exactly. I mean, yeah. like, sure you wrote it before then, but like, it wasn't going to be a movie until Raiders came out.
1: So, mm-hmm. anyway that's it those are the potent notables S- surprisingly a lot for you know i don't know this movie i think
0: yeah there was more than i was expecting to get and i i'm like sort of shocked by your uh non plus reaction to the uh <laughs> to the alligator story i was like sure that was going to be a crazy one
1: well i will say that i it wasn't surprising to me i was listening to it like yep 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 okay <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> it's what you get can you believe that the live alligators bit me
0: like "Mm, no yes i can actually uh, i don't know if you know this but they're alligators it seems
1: downright likely on top of being not surprising (laughs) well let's go on to the movie overview
2: yeah
0: so we we start up we get the old school 20th century fox music yeah I i enjoyed
1: I enjoy it too. I uh, always expect it to, con- to continue into the next little bit where you get the over the Lucas Films logo every time. Oh I yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know why.
1: I mean, I know that there are a lot more movies than just those. It's just it's what I always think of.
0: I think those. This was probably the high point for me.
1: Um. So okay, <laughs> no, I just,
0: just kidding. I
1: was gonna say.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm. I'm. Well, let's see. Keep. Let's keep going. And I, I have to say, you know, I'm like watching the movie the you know they got the 20th century fox thing on here we get michael Pr- michael douglas production robert zemeckis uh, you know filmed by robert zemeckis and then bam
1: nips mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of weird right yeah i was like oh, why is she all wet you know <laughs> yeah it's like all righty then this is like a weird okay
0: <laughs> this it was quite the opening scene
1: it really was um and I, I, at first, I wasn't even sure, like, if was that Kathleen Turner or who, who is this woman? And then I was like, I, guess I know that's what this
0: this I was wondering. I'm like, is this Kathleen Turner? Or yeah, it's just some random. But I mean, it was definitely a person that was supposed to evoke Kathleen mm-hmm. Turner, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, I, you know, she, she throws a knife at him, right? So she stops this guy. And, uh, <laughs> and she's going through the litany of things that he's done like he's killed her dad and her brother and her sister and or raped his raped her sister and yeah killed her dog and then the last one was and stole my bible just was like
1: yeah okay i thought i thought that, that there was a lot of clever stuff especially in the beginning of the movie i was like i kind of i'm kind of enjoying this so far i liked, yeah. uh, I, I, liked I enjoyed the, that what uh, what would you call it the uh tongue in cheek mm-hmm. nature of it
0: like that. Right. Yeah, it was it was working for me in the beginning here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't expecting to start out in a western. Yeah, you know? me neither. I I had no idea how this movie started, so I was like, okay, where are we going with this? But all right. I also enjoy that, like, and Jesse showed up and he was just the best. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but he hasn't really done anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he just killed those guys and then they ride off. I like how he carries her riding off. She has her own horse, but he's you know, got her in a, like a baby. Like, oh come on, we're gonna rock you to sleep while we ride. Well, can we just talk about the fact that he carried
0: her onto the horse? Yeah, like yeah. he got onto the horse while carrying
1: her. I think That's, you're under you're underestimating just how strong Jesse is.
0: Oh, no, I know. Jesse's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then you know, like I kind of figured that this was because I had read the potent notable, so I was like, okay, so we're we're in like the novel of this romance novelist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um so then you know they show her and she's kind of like a little scattered, right? Mm-hmm. And she's going to the to the bathroom because she's trying to find a tissue. Cause apparently mm-hmm. that ending just made her weep.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I was a little alright. Well, she's particularly was, susceptible to her own fantasies, I suppose. I guess so. And I'm also thinking like you know, maybe if we'd
0: spent more time with the characters, we'd get mm-hmm. weepy, but yeah. I sort of doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was just thinking like it's sort of interesting we're in a world in nineteen eighty-four where there are mm-hmm. no post-it notes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just pieces of paper taped to a mirror. Just imagine that's imagine the quality of life improvements that Post-it notes gave us. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> Self adhesive. We didn't need to go, where's the tape now? And do that. <laughs> or magnets on a fridge. No, these things stick anywhere. Post-it notes. And And then we you know we show the cover of these
0: books right Mm -hmm. and it's just like this dark silhouette of a guy yeah Yeah. it's supposed to be jesse and i'm thinking like there's no way a company is selling a book with a dark silhouette of nothing
1: yeah you know like um, I get that, I get that it's he's like he's indistinct in her imagination and everything like that. But on the actual cover of the book, they would have a guy, not yeah. a shadowy figure, like which is ominous and menacing.
0: <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm like, I bet Jesse is Michael Douglas. Oh, you,
1: you're good. Here's looking you, at you, Jesse, whoever you are. You uh, you know, you know, Mikey movies. D. Michael Michael Douglas. Mikey D. from the Beastie Boys. Um, uh, no, no, it isn't. Don't you say that
0: well now she's going to celebrate her you know completion of the novel by throwing her glass into the fire and then her cat's dish
1: you know I was actually thinking of this scene. I feel like a whole can of tuna is a lot for one cat to eat at one sitting but I don't know maybe maybe other cats are fatter than cats I'm used to
0: well maybe it's the only time she gets fed all day
1: yeah it's true um
0: and then and then we get out she's leaving her apartment and this older lady runs into her on the stairs right and she's like why don't you take the
1: elevator she's like you know I'll never get in an elevator Rapists. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of dang, like a lot of weird like uh, danger uh, fantasies at the beginning of this it's kind of strange <laughs> <laughs> and then and then on top of that she
0: goes down mm-hmm. she goes outside and i know they're trying to show her as being kind of meek you know mm-hmm but you got a guy with a stuffed monkey, stuffed animal, monkey. <laughs> yeah. And she like can't get away from him and then he calls it <laughs> kinky?
1: <laughs> what the hell? Sorry, I keep coughing. Um no, yeah, I uh this is, her life is I guess kind of kind of I don't know what to say about her life. It's got a lot of monkeys. Monkey named Kinky, but not a lot of other things named Kinky. It's kind of
0: Kinky. Oh, well, yeah. no, it's not, actually. I don't know don't anybody so, don't? that's you... using a stuffed animal kinkily.
1: Well, it's the, you know, <laughs> consider yourself fortunate is all. Uh, you mean like furries?
0: Yeah, that's true, but not like a little tiny one. Oh, maybe they do. Who knows? I, yeah, I guess I consider myself lucky. Um, you
1: just, I like how your imagination got to the point where you're like, "Well, now I, now I'm, now I'm upset." <laughs> Nobody would do that. Oh, I guess they would.
0: So we're gonna meet the bad guy. He's got quite mm. the look. Yeah, he's
1: dark and mysterious for sure. Yep, and maybe he's Jesse. He might be jesse yes actually that's what i was thinking i was like he looks like he could emerge from that shadow looking (laughs) not exactly like she probably imagined i mean like just like you know these in these movies maybe these people haven't seen movies like this but like you gotta see this guy and immediately know he's the bad guy right like cops should have just been like "Uh, excuse me not because he's a minority (laughs) but because look at him yeah I mean, and you got and you got shadows around your eyes, like you know, kind of you kind of gotta be questioned. And you're
0: walking slinkily and yeah, looking looking yeah. different directions and th- Yeah, he looks like a creep. Yeah. Um, and and then he he stabs the janitor
1: with his mm-hmm. switchblade. Yeah. Already, we're just into murder, you know. Yes. Yeah, like
0: it sort of reminded me of uh of speed.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just killing people all immediately
0: yeah and like a really kind of weird like stabby gruesome and, mm-hmm. Oh, no speed was more gruesome than this one this one was kind of like I guess he's dead <laughs>
1: all right no he just he just went Ow, And went, oh man now I gotta go take this knife out of my body
0: <laughs> Jeez. and then
1: uh then we get the scene with Gloria mm-hmm. who I, by, by like, the way i i liked this part of the movie not not so much the guy the bad guy so far the bad guy was weird but i liked her interactions both with her cat and then gloria i like was kind of disappointed when we left that part of the movie which i guess is means i want to do i wanted a different movie but i like <laughs> i like um i would have liked an entire movie like where it's a romantic comedy and she meets the guy in new york and Gloria continues to be part of the movie because I thought she was fun. So one
0: that we I, wouldn't be ranking in action movies. Yeah, basically.
1: we wouldn't be ranking. <laughs> I basically don't want to be talking about this movie. Is what I'm saying. Um, no, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm enjoying the lighthearted nature of this so far, and I felt like jo- Gloria had some. I almost called her Gloria. Um, yeah. Gloria had some uh, some fun lines, and I liked her. Uh, you know, I liked the way she, she she delivered them. Well, I thought it was a little odd mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the way they were like. That guy's too much this this guy's too that this guy's mm-hmm. too that i'm like okay <laughs> but that all actually would have been kind of fine if it wasn't for like but what about him and i'm like this guy
1: yeah i know that guy seemed like the worst of the lot to me too <laughs>
0: yes.
1: all right go I'll for say it so. i
0: guess gloria
1: i mean yeah he's all yours if you want him. so now we're
0: going to meet elaine um mm. which you know we didn't know that's who she was yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get some foreshadowing cuz she's talking about her sister and everything but yeah we cut to uh you know columbia and she she's going to drive out in her Shelby Cobra. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. It was kind of like alrighty. she's all right. I don't know what he, her and her husband did but maybe he deserved to get chopped up into pieces. <laughs> and and then
0: we get um this kid that's apparently mm-hmm. like I don't even know what those things are called, but he's just playing with that. Mm -hmm. And then he throws it and knocks her out Mm -hmm. and drives the Porsche, right? So, or the Cobra, I mean. Yeah. But this, I loved this. Mm -hmm. So he's driving and then they, you know, they cut back and he, you know, is doing some, now he's doing some crazy driving and turning around and stuff. Yeah. Uh And it is so clearly an adult.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, the the stunt work here was not the, the most convincing. Like, <laughs> is clearly an adult, and like I felt like the adult even had a wig or something. It was yes. so like like to imitate the kid's haircut. It was so okay. Like, in have you ever seen um, I'm gonna get you, sucker. The uh, more uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's movie. No, it's a parody of like black exploitation movies. But the part the part that I'm referencing is that it's like there's a uh, an old like an older woman who starts to do some martial arts jokingly. And she's going to beat up the bad guys. And they cut away. And when they cut back, it's just like a dude with a big mustache. Like, obviously. (laughs) So, uh, that's what made me think of. Because I was like, wow, they found. uh, Was it a little person or just a regular guy? Just go drive this car? Because, like, the kid obviously
0: couldn't. All right. So, so then we're going to get to meet Danny DeVito for the Mm. first time. And, uh, I didn't really know what to say about this. scene. (laughs) scene, I just wanted to remark that, okay, we've met these sub-villains now. Um, Just want to acknowledge it happened. (laughs) We don't really know what else to say about
1: it. Um, I thought Danny DeVito was effective. He's always effective as this kind of slimy character. Um, Maybe he was the one driving the Porsche as the... uh... The they probably sh-
0: that would have made more sense actually. So they probably should have asked him to do that.
1: No, he's you know, he doesn't do his own stunt driving. He's the anti Steve <laughs> yeah. McQueen, he's Steve McCain.
0: He's he's Alfred Molina.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. He's like, no, thank you. Um <laughs> I'm all set. Uh these guys these are guys, pros, you know, I don't want to take away their work. You don't, you know, that's yeah. So um but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, but then like I feel like the the cousin character, the 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 more in charge slees yeah, I don't know what the actor was going for here, but his entire performance—it's so bad and weird. It's not just bad; it's weird. And yeah. and like we have this thing where he's feeding these these, I guess, Croc- alligators. Yeah, I I thought that they were American crocodiles personally, but I'm not. Well, preparing. they're
0: supposed to say crocodiles, but I think that what they used for mm-hmm. they used alligators, but they called them crocodiles.
1: Um, I actually thought they were crocodiles, but maybe they were crocs. I don't know. I don't know, but the they point is, they call
0: them crocodiles in the movie,
1: though. Well, well he calls them snappers. This guy, <laughs> the snappers? Look it's at like the snapper on. Huh? He keeps saying that. I'm like, okay. Well, you're making me uncomfortable about these snappers. I don't know why. <laughs> He's the, he he would have bought that monkey from. That he guy. absolutely would have. It would have been like <laughs> kinky monkey. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, snapping snapper crocodiles and kinky monkeys. But uh, yeah, and like I don't know. Just these two are weird villains. They live on this yacht. I don't know. It's, it's very odd. Danny DeVito wants to get out, but you know, the other guy's like one last job, so I guess that sets them up. Poor Ralphie. Mm. So we're now we're going to cut back to
0: the city that... I Have we established what city she's in, by the way? I assume it's New York, but I don't know it's, if they said it. It certainly seemed like New York, but I don't think they said it. Um And... She just goes back to her apartment. no sign of any blood or or dead janitor. oh so yeah, he's gone, he's
1: gone. He just nobody nobody ever finds out about him. It's <laughs>
0: yeah just like this guy died yep. for no reason. um her place is all messed up and uh and then she's walking
1: and the cat jumps from nowhere. Mm-hmm. yeah, this was the beginning of my well actually not maybe the beginning, the beginning of my t- I I think this movie had some tone problems. Um, inconsistent tone. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed like the the comedy parts that were earlier. I felt like they weren't too over the top and I thought they were clever and fun. And then like, it would just go into like kind of fucking creepy and like scary. Like, not even just action and exciting. Like this, this was like a weirdly unsettling thing. And um, I don't know if they were trying to like Get us, I I don't know, like get us on edge, but like the cat jumping out of nowhere and the like the music here, it was just very totally different from the other parts of the movie. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why are we suddenly in this like movie where she's like, you know, I don't know. But where was the cat? That's a good point. It kind of jumps off of the ceiling. (laughs) It was upside down on the ceiling (laughs) ceiling by its claws, yeah. Yeah, clinging until it saw Kathleen Turner come in. Yeah, safe to drop. That's how Spider-Man hides whenever anybody's about
0: to find out that he's... That's in... a good point. Spider-Cat, Spider-Cat. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we find out that the Hotel Cartagena is in mm-hmm. Cartagena. Oh, yeah. we it.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's, a, it's in Cartagena. What's the name of the hotel? Hotel Cartagena. Okay, great. <laughs> Joan, whatever her name is, had some trouble coming up with the hotel name, I guess. It was, yeah. Diane, you mean? Yes, Diane. Why do I call her Joan? Because the lead character... Oh,
0: because the character's Joan. Right, okay. Um... So, so she's going to get a call now from, you know, the captors of Elaine, mm-hmm. who are different from the guy that, you know, tossed her apartment. Yeah. Which I didn't get at first.
1: Yeah, um, it's like a, uh, how many villains do we have in this movie anyway? Yeah. But she goes, they'll cut me. They'll mm-hmm. hurt me. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, really excellent acting. Way to go. Yeah, they really, they really, uh, they st- really, out on some of the supporting actors in this. Um, <laughs> we're already finding out this entire scene between like the the cousin sleazeball and her, and uh, it's 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 great. Um, Kathleen Turner is <laughs> like, great. Well, Kathleen Turner is like miles above these these two. So um, it's very clear throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's actually nice though that they haven't done anything to her yet. You know, they, they yeah. seem to be seem to be treating her okay as far. As... Well, they actually
0: treated her pretty okay throughout the whole thing, really. Yeah,
1: I was. I mean, yeah, she's kind of. I don't know, you know, whatever. But she's kind of lucky in that way. If you're so.
0: gonna if you're gonna get kidnapped, this is kind of how you want it to be, right?
1: Yeah, hanging out on the yacht, having some caviar or something. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Nobody was really rapey, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. So they were they were insanely creepy but weirdly polite villains.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we you know, she gets to Colombia and there's a Pan Am poster. I'm like, when exactly did Pan Am stop being a thing?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they persisted in the third world or something like that. <laughs> I know we'll only service, you know, undeveloped countries, I guess. I don't know, but it certainly feels like it stopped being a thing way before this. But
0: and here here's you know, I mean, the movie's kind of already starting to go off the rails a little bit, but yeah. so she's like trying to catch the bus to Cartagena and apparently she can't spell right? <laughs> Yeah, like they're using, you know, the, <laughs> like the Roman English alphabet, alpha, the Roman alphabet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now on top of all this, Zolo is going to show up. We don't mm-hmm. know he's Zolo yet, but he shows up and um, he's like trying to, he's, you know, quote unquote, helping her. Yeah. And the only thing he says is
1: Cartagena or whatever. Yeah, you speak English.
0: Oh, you speak English? I'm like, what the fuck?
1: He said the exact same Spanish word. You're having trouble getting around. (laughs) Like you could have read Cartagena on the top of the bus, but... Yeah. You can't sound Um, it out, but I don't know. Oh, he even says it in an accent. So it's not like he came over and said, Cartagena? Cartagena? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Just I'm like, how did that
0: tell you that he speaks English? How does that then, follow, Joan? How does that follow? And then Ralphie,
1: played by Danny DeVito, goes, She got on the wrong bus. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of running around slapsticky, going on one bus on the other bus, and then oh no, driving away. The campiness of this movie is uh pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Well, actually, um, you know, I liked a lot of the campiness more than some of the other stuff. So I'm good with this. Me too. That's why well, I,
0: I, yeah. Um, also classic Hollywood making every culture other than American or European being backwards.
1: Yeah. I was actually wondering during this scene, it was, it didn't really like this. If you go to a large city in Colombia, that you're at the airport and people have pigs and chickens. Yeah. On the bus. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, Give yeah. I, like, I get that that's like the stereotype, but. Mm. <laughs> and he, even if it's ca- the case for some places in Colombia, you know, like, I don't know. It's just so, look at this. Like, it's so wacky. And, like, oh, come on. Just... Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, I, I mean, it's a little over the top. I feel like his damn pig keeps coming back. I don't, I don't know. know.
0: Also, like, she keeps saying Cartagena to everybody. Yeah. And everybody, all these Spanish-speaking people are like, what?
1: Yeah, they also Get the no, no cabrende
0: you know? Yeah, like,
1: and it's like, you, they don't recognize the name of a city.
0: Yeah like a really large city in the country that they live in. And and here's the
1: thing. Even if you like, if you're walking down the street randomly and someone comes up to you and says Cartagena, you might be like, well, well what about it? But right, like right. when you so, go up to the bus driver and yeah, say, and Cartagena, Cartagena questioningly, you feel like he'd say either yes or no. Like, okay, right. I take it that you want to go to Cartagena. This bus does not go there. So yeah, this is the wrong bus. So I'll just say no. And then that will probably get it across. But no, they're all just like V-v-v-v-v-v-v. it's like they heard someone speaking English and just shut off. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't talk to you. Go away. So,
0: and uh, yeah. so now we're gonna meet Jesse for the first time
1: or mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I can't, he's just Jesse. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, not, here's another part that I thought was kind of clever and fun that um, it mirrors, it you works. know, her scene from the book so much that he comes it up does. for the ridge. That was that was fun, and then. There wasn't so much clever or fun from this point on.
0: Well, there's certainly not very good shots.
1: Yeah, I it just it's very very stormtrooper Hollywood like yeah. very shooting. <laughs> there's lots just... of windows get blown out, but yeah, everything else gets hit. Yeah, and like Except Michael Douglas people. and Michael Douglas has a shotgun, so it's <laughs> like that's
0: what I was thinking. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, you're not going to win with that.
1: Yeah, you're shooting from like you know 100 paces away. I don't know how far, but. Um, but he's hitting like the windows really expertly on the bus each one is like going out like he's shooting bottles um <laughs> and then this other guy kind of sucks too like I, I liked him i liked him shooting the the water bag that he had i thought that was fun yeah that but, was a
0: cute little thing
1: but like is this guy this guy's apparently like in the army we find out later he's like an army you know person he's
0: like i don't know what he is they call him colonel
1: yeah. sometimes and so yeah i don't know what What or paramilitary organization this is but he's kind of cowardly here he's like hiding under the bus he's running away it's like okay i I don't know i was like
0: okay i get that we want this guy to live yeah but i think it would have been better if it was like you know he he shoots at the guy he the guy you know michael douglas shoots back with the shotgun Mm -hmm. and like you know it startles him or something he drops the gun and then he's like all right i'm out of here rather Mm -hmm. than this like firefight that leads to nothing
1: yeah well i guess they felt like they needed the firefight that led to nothing it really does lead to nothing though but uh
0: yeah so i guess it was jesse's truck Mm -hmm.
1: um yep what the hell happened to my birds well, it's funny that he said that, well, it's not funny, I guess you're supposed to know, but um, when the truck initially hit the thing, I was like, what are all those birds doing? And then it yeah. indeed was a plot point that he captures <laughs> and probably trades, you know, illegally imported birds. Right. It's, I always, also, I always love,
0: go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: I was just going to say, I love rooting for people in the illegal exotic pet trade. It's yeah, me too. The kind of, it's the kind of hero that I like.
0: Here's what I think is fun too is that obviously whenever your truck gets
1: hit and you lose mm-hmm. your illegal birds, mm-hmm. that requires two shots. <laughs> yeah, just into into the truck, I guess. Damn your truck <laughs> for having substance and being stationary when I parked you.
0: So then we go back to Danny DeVito, who's going to pick up Zolo, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I hate the Americanos. I spit on them.
1: <laughs> yeah, in like the worst <laughs> fake Spanish accent patois ever.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, I mean, <laughs> and it was on purpose, obviously, so it's yeah. funny, but it, yeah. like, what is happening here?
1: <laughs> Although I will say, I feel like Danny DeVito, I feel like he does these sorts of things really well. His, he, It's it's well honed. It's just goofy, sitcom you know, style. And I, and I I really appreciate it. I'm always glad when he's around.
0: Yeah, DeVito's
1: hey. good. Thank you, Danny.
0: So now she's going to ask Michael Douglas to show her the way to a phone. Mm-hmm. And she starts with 50 bucks. Yeah. I just was sort of surprised by that. Yeah, you know,
1: she's, she's clearly she, going to want more than that. She's Well, she's either a great negotiator and decided to start way below what she was willing to pay. Or she assumed, well, he's in a third world country. He's He must be just like all these poor people. He's used to American dollars being, you know. Right, that's
0: what I was thinking. I'm like,
1: he's American. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, he's like, I haven't been out of America so long that I think $50 is not, you know. An insignificant amount, and I also like how she wants a phone. She's like, "Oh, where's the, is there a phone around?" It's like, does not look like there's a phone around? I. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally in the middle of the jungle. Do you like see a, telephone wires? Like yeah. Like, what do you think? Here's yeah. I, it is funny to think how different a lot of movies and things would be today. Although I guess she could have lost her phone. Yeah. Or have no service.
0: So. I did, I did enjoy this little bit, though, when he, like, mm. grabs her suitcase, walks, and then drops right in front of her. <laughs> I, I liked that, yeah.
1: Yet another cutesy thing, and yet another reason that I think the, a lot of uh, the ideas in this would have worked a lot better as a romantic comedy than an action movie. Well, finished. this is
0: supposed to be, I think, kind of a romantic comedy.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, for instance, this firefight that took up time and was annoying. Right.
0: Um. And then we get the crazy mudslides mudslides mm-hmm. good after that
1: um this yeah this is where the movie really started to to lose me i was okay for, with a lot of things up to this you, point but
0: you you weren't okay with the mudslide the sudden mudslide torrential downpour mudslide uh yeah. that ended up ended with michael douglas in kathleen turner's
1: crotch yeah um there were several parts about this mudslide i didn't love the idea is fine i kind of like that they just did whoops right down the hill that's okay yeah that was fine but the execution was lacking for me. <laughs>
0: oh, it also was
1: like, he like laughs at her.
0: Yeah. It was, there was like too long of a moment between when she went down and he went down.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like,
0: well, you think he would move then? Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. <laughs> um, and there was this weird shot from there per, from like just above them almost like you're going down a water slide and you're holding your camera in front of you to to film yourself while you're going down. Very strange. And I was like, I don't know what, maybe this was what she was talking about with Robert Zemeckis wanting all these wacky shots because (laughs) I didn't care for this very much at all. And also just the amount of mud here. So, okay. And then the landing in her crotch, I was completely done with this scene by then. (laughs) Okay. <laughs>
0: just okay. and I like knew it was good. It's funny because she landed with her legs spread, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, and you I thought something.
0: they're not gonna like, I thought they would have him land on top of her, you know. Yeah. But like, head first into her crotch was a yeah. little, a yeah.
1: much. Yep, he's like, Want some muddy oral sex? And she's like, I always do.
0: <laughs> that's just Kathleen Turner saying it's yeah. like Douglas, too. It's the characters.
1: Does this jungle have any kinky monkeys? Because that's all we need. <laughs>
0: Um, and then now we're gonna cut to Danny DeVito, who has taken Zolo to a police barracks, right? Or whatever. Mm. But he calls it a spico military compound.
1: Yeah, it was delightful. <laughs> oh, the old like, days.
0: Wow. All right.
1: And then it's I like this because he's uh pretending to be on the phone with his mom or some shit when he's like yeah, yeah. then he like walks away and he's like being quiet at first, but then he's shouting about how it's a military compound <laughs> and everything. And it's like, all right,
0: <laughs> neat. And and then he gets up on the 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 counter there and falls Mm -hmm. yeah his own picture off it's like okay (laughs) um and the whole time he's smoking cigarettes while he's chewing gum which i just can't (laughs) imagine that being an enjoyable experience
1: yeah even if you're really into the taste of cigarettes which i guess (laughs) i guess people you know people who smoke should really take a step back and i'm not trying to shit on anybody but uh yeah um think about think about enjoying the taste of cigarettes. you've been you've been brainwashed, but that's okay. Um, and I'm just you know, smoke flavored gum is just seems like it's a, a bridge too far for me, even if you like cigarettes.
0: yeah, no kidding. Um, and then we get some serious overacting when he when Ira is explaining who Zolo is, yeah, to
1: Elaine. Mm-hmm. yeah, again, these two <laughs> having scenes together. just you know, it's like you know world-class yeah. writer
0: i just you know like i want to point to things like this when people are like well acting's easy like, yeah. well, well if it was great. easy then this scene would go
1: much better <laughs> yeah <If> it was <laughs> easy everyone would do it as they say and as you can see clearly everyone can't do it <laughs> 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 and so
0: now they're you know they're being chased by zolo and his man michael douglas and kathleen turner are mm. and he's like wait behind me i'm gonna like shoot them from here Mm-hmm and he's, like, talking to nobody after yeah. a while, right? Because she, she decides she's going to walk across the rickety bridge, mm-hmm. which apparently, luckily, has a a vine yeah, from nowhere yeah. that she can swing across on. I yeah. And the way she landed, by the way, I was like, oh, my gosh, are we going to have another fall into her crotch scene? <laughs> he just keeps
1: falling <laughs> into her crotch. <laughs> and at a certain point, they're going to be like, well, I guess it's meant to be, and they're just going to that's how i you know romance people too that's how i romance the stone I just yeah well i just orchestrate falling directly into crotches
0: well it's worked out for you so congratulations i know
1: and it also works because you know how people will be like oh you cheated what did you accidentally fall into and yeah yeah (laughs) exactly i I literally just right in that's that's my move my whole body just right back in
0: um but so so okay He's going to get across, too, the same way because it just happens to be a vine for him mm-hmm. to, to, to go across as well. Yeah, I wish they noticed and, these vines earlier. Yeah, no kidding, right? It really worked out well. But then I was ex- I was just waiting for the trope of one of the vines turning into a snake, by the way.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's exactly the uh, caliber yeah. we're talking about here. <laughs> and then they happen
0: upon, you know uh, – oh, no, actually, first what I want to say is the face he makes when he sees her leg – Yeah.
1: I actually literally so noticed that too. Creepy, because I was like, "Okay, the scene's bad, but maybe he'll just notice where he is and go ah and just jump up." But no, instead, it looks like he's gonna. You know what? It looks like he to me he was gonna bite her leg. Um,
0: <laughs> he was gonna go full Dever winger on. He
1: it. absolutely was. He it, it's catching. You know what I mean? She bit him, yeah. and now he's a he's kind of a like a werewolf, except all he does is bite randomly. It's not <laughs> he doesn't kill anybody or anything. He just has human teeth, and he doesn't bite that hard. But still, it's uncomfortable.
0: I mean. She does have a nice leg. I'm not. I mean, I'm not <laughs> just like saying like I like. I understand why you would be like attracted to that. Yeah. But like, play it a little more subtle, Mike. You know. Yeah.
1: And time, time in place. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Really, it would be a weird spot to be like, hmm, I am suddenly horny.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> mud really turns me on.
0: <laughs> and then, so they're gonna find the you know the the aircraft that's. Mm-hmm. Crashed landed, with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how long it's been, but uh, long enough for all of the uh, skin
1: and flesh to have decayed away. So yeah, there's skeletons. This uh, this thing is uh you know it's a very old plane. Apparently. It's an archaeological dig at this point. But but the marijuana is
0: fine, which yeah. was not the drug I was expecting it to be. Me neither. Columbia,
1: come on, yeah. That weird trope they decided.
0: Well, the that 80s? way they, What do you mean yeah.
1: back then? The 80s were cocaine yeah well that's true um it's like the decade of
0: cocaine it was probably that they were hiding it, hiding it you know like uh they're yeah. still like we don't know what we're what
1: you're talking about cocaine's in Colombia? i don't know anything about that um well in this way they can burn it and get high i guess
0: yeah a fun scene um i also love that they sh- in, in movies they always show it as like this like Oh wow, we got a big jug of hard liquor. Isn't this great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like nothing about that would be satiating to me. I would be like, <laughs> "Cool. You know, I'm stuck in the jungle, but at least I can get crazy drunk."
1: Yeah. It makes it makes every situation better.
0: Yeah. But apparently he's not drunk or stoned enough to be to to like not have lost his wits cuz he cuts that snake in half. Yep. Well, I shouldn't say in half. He cuts the head off and then it's yeah. like got a super long body after that.
1: Yeah. And then they eat it,
0: I guess. That's the intimation is that they <laughs> eat it, which I'm actually okay
1: with. <laughs> Huge jug of liquor, no snake flesh.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, but you know, it, it it makes more sense to me, you know, that you would try to find sustenance in this situation, and mm. you just killed a snake, so why not eat it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a marijuana flavored snake.
1: Yeah, and just think of the munchies that you must be getting at this <laughs> point burning all this marijuana just tossing more logs onto the fire
0: now i'm assuming that you did not hear this um but i heard it
1: (laughs) like when he said that i heard it well
0: you'll you'll know why and you might not even remember why but he he said a sulfur crested cockatoo Uh
1: he
0: was talking about how things
1: and you have no idea what that what
0: that was one of my top ten birds. I love oh, the silver
1: crested cockatoo. Yeah. Well, Michael Douglas can provide you with some if you just go to Columbia, I guess, because I'm not sure how he gets them out of there. They're the ones that like to be pet. Oh, well, that's fair. Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was upset they flew away. Exactly. Like, they were my friends. I like to pet birds. Well, um, well, now he's got crotches to fall into. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know that actually brings me to a, something that I also I not necessarily a. Uh, um, realistic but i kind of liked um the men well we mentioned it already with the with the creepy guy with the i'm sorry the the sub-villain danny devito's cousin they uh are not being like as gross as you would expect in these situations
0: in in an in an early 80s movie yeah Yeah. i was sort of shocked by it
1: michael douglas hasn't really mentioned anything like at least you look like a good lay or some bullshit you know what i mean right he hasn't really said anything like that and then she like passes out right next to him and he's just like all right i don't care
0: Yeah, I I was actually sort of worried at that part. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do now?
1: Yeah, like what kind of weird rapey shit are we going to get into? (laughs) But no, nothing. Well, it was, you know, this, not to be like that, but, you know, if the screenplay was written by a woman, she probably, was. she might have been like, I don't really need that in there. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I don't find that as funny as some men might. Like there could be sexual stuff. Well, like it, for instance, falling into her crotch face first. Um well, unless that was 100% a Michael, Zemeck- Michael Zemeckis, yeah, if that was a Michael slash Zemeckis uh, creation. But uh, I did like that. At least there wasn't a lot of, I liked the lack of rape. That's what I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I always like the lack of rape in my movies. But uh... say what you will about this movie. There wasn't a lot of rape, though. <laughs> Although she does say rapists about the elevator right in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, she does. And and Blackheart, or whoever the the cowboy villain was, raped her sister and mother, I guess.
0: Oh, right, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking it was, I don't know why this popped into my head, but like, (laughs) I'm like, I can can tell I have had a lot uh, of time on my hand while I was watching this movie, Mm. because I was thinking about other silly things, but so, you know, he's talking about the one thing that he wants, and he hasn't said to her yet that he, like... Or maybe he does say in this moment that he wants to sail the world or something. Yeah, and uh, you know I can tell that she's like getting interested in him, and I in my head I'm like, I, maybe he'll invite you, Joan, to yeah, come sail away, come sail. Away. <laughs> like that song just started playing yeah. in my head.
1: You know, this is a great recommendation for you. you. This should be like they should have put you on the poster. This movie gave me a lot of time to think about other things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And sing songs to myself. So now they're, you know, they're going to move
0: on. They find a little village. And then, of course, you know, it's it's, it's apparently a village that is
1: only populated by drug dealers. Populated by drug dealers, a child and a grandma. (laughs) Exactly. No one else. Whose child is the child? No one knows. Whose mother is the child? Or who's, yeah. Wait, what? Who's who's... (laughs) Who's the child's mother? (laughs) Yes, there you go but uh yeah nobody knows it's just it's a mystery they the village came with them the drug dealers moved in and they were already there
0: yeah so then they they tell them to go up to the house up on the top of the hill right mm. and apparently that's like a harry potter bag by the way <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> they finally get in and it's just a mansion inside <laughs> like what bigger on the inside how did they how could you not have seen the tall buildings yeah It looks like a shack. It's like like a little tiny shack, and then you open the door, and it's this big hacienda. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, the idea that they all know Joan Wilder, by the way, is (laughs) kind of ridiculous.
1: It's uh, I mean, I get it, and it's kind of cute, but it's also, mm, yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: they sort of hint at it earlier in the movie when they say, Gloria, like, all, all these macho men all read your books, and I'm like, do you know what a macho man reads?
1: i <laughs> starting to think you don't know what that
0: word means. Yes. I mean, you know, I know if a woman wrote the book, but it's like men don't read many romance novels. That's really geared towards women.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those, uh, it's like almost a stereotype that men act like they don't like it, but then they do actually like it.
0: Yeah, it could be, but I'm just saying macho men would yeah. definitely not
1: be hey. reading it. You know the, ma- the macho man was famous for his love of romance novels <laughs> just that's exactly how he fell in love with miss elizabeth
0: <laughs> so now he's like they're like oh they said you have a car and he's like oh they mean my little mule those guys are funny mm-hmm. and i'm like so but then it actually turns out to be a vehicle yeah so i don't it's- i didn't understand the joke
1: <laughs> yeah me neither they said they had a car oh they're such jokesters i mean they were right but they are such jokesters yeah, like they were telling the 100 of the truth but jokesters <laughs> and like did he know that the cops were coming because yeah why did he come bombing out of the house i don't know he must have known they were going because it certainly seems like he's ready for a car chase
0: yeah.
1: and then he's like i want to show you the countryside and he, yeah
0: because michael doug is like what are you doing the field was covered yeah Okay. Well, this, and, then the, and then he says, "Don't worry, little mule is fireproof."
1: Yeah. How the fuck <laughs> is it fireproof? <laughs> I don't think it is. Actually, it's a car. Yeah. Not a tank. It's just a Ford, you know, Escort. That's no, not a Ford. This is Escort. like a. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's, it is.
0: It's the first ever electric
1: vehicle. Fantastic. Yep. well it's also bulletproof it seems i don't know like i, I bulletproof, guess
0: it... it's fireproof i believe
1: that it would be bulletproof for yeah, a too. drug dealer that was believable but being fireproof i'm like well that's just not how thing life works you know yeah. and he's he's awfully willing to just you know almost wreck it for these two yeah and then you know so he uses this ramp right uh-huh. that he's got
0: remote controlled yeah he's got a little garage remote for it (laughs) i'm like why wouldn't you just
1: put it down instead of then putting it up and then now it's wrecked yeah yeah exactly it broke and what he could have done is just put it down and they'd go right into the river right well so here's here's
0: the thing that i'm confused about so that so it's still angled up right so once the first truck took out the
1: yeah the thing then like then the other one should have been able to fly across it right yeah this this i'm starting to think this crazy drug dealer isn't really thinking straight (laughs) that's what my my opinion on this matter is who'd have thunk it who does not me um yeah uh yeah i don't know i could have really done without the drug dealer at all perfectly honest (laughs) Uh, i will i'll mention a little bit more why in a minute but because they get you know they stop at the stop you know they get they're across the river and apparently it's impossible to cross the river for the next zillion miles or some shit 200 miles is what he said. It seems um, a bit much, but that's okay.
0: Also, not a very big river. Yeah. So, like, I think you could have driven across it, potentially. Yeah, but, you know,
1: probably. What do I know? <laughs> not, um, not much. You know nothing about drug-dealing cars. Every so th- drug dealer's car is fireproof. You didn't know that?
0: Yeah, so soon after that, we've got Danny DeVito, who sees them in the town after he's been, like, excoriating Ira, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you must be the luckiest guy in the world because they were there. And she's there with a guy. And then, you know, on his side, he's just like, well, I don't know why she's there with the guy. She likes guys. She likes oh, guys. So do <laughs> you, Mary Cohn.
1: Like, Mary Cohn. And I'm like, yeah.
0: wow, that escalated.
1: <laughs> that went from just a simple I don't know to, you know, just a lot of unpleasantness. But uh, just, to, just to go back a tiny bit. Okay. When they're Please. in the field, it's like Let's a perfect field for a little one. picnic. Okay. Well, oh, uh, you know, and they they see the tree there. Oh, right, right. Then Michael Douglas realizes it looks like a fork, and he calls it the Devil's Fork in Spanish, which I can't remember now. Yeah. Uh, um, and he realizes that they are on the trail of what the map leads to.
0: Yeah. The so the Diablo tree there, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. How <laughs> it's mapped, by the way?
1: Yeah. It
0: can't be that old.
1: I, I feel like it can't be either, but uh there we are. You know, it's it it looks kind of like somebody just drew it in crayon recently, so
0: yeah. Well, I mean we get to the end and it's got like a little bunny figurine, so it can't be that old, right? Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, yeah, and also the tree is still there, you know. Right. And it's like a well, dead tree.
0: It's a dead tree, so you'd think that wouldn't last much longer. You um, so also like that's the only tree that looks like that
1: yeah (laughs) but uh yeah whatever but
0: um i actually didn't understand that whole thing like so he's like okay let's get out of here let's let's go it's like mm. so that he can go back and get it is that the idea
1: yeah i guess that was the idea he was gonna sneak away out of the town maybe after sleeping with her like turns out (laughs)
0: yeah but
1: uh but he falls in love i guess so but uh no i uh him realizing that they're on the trail of the thing, right? And they and eventually they decide to, to, to not get ahead it. It, to go get it. I, I I wanted more of that and less drug dealer antics. Um I yeah, was like me too. Like I I felt like
0: when he says we should get it, yeah, that should have started the like, okay, let's see if we can find it using this map. Yeah. Instead and of you all could, this other nonsense.
1: Yeah, you could have had a lot of adventure stuff of them following the map. You know, and that would have probably been a lot more entertaining. This random fucking drug dealer, or make or have the drug dealer be like a stop on the way while they're following the map. They do very little actual following the map in this, and it just struck me as odd because I feel like these movies are about following the map.
0: Well, that and it's like the map is kind of nondescript.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, it's a tree, and then you go that way or whatever. Yeah, it's like not really much to it. Think about. Um, Think about how much more exciting and how much more actual map content. Um, I I love map content myself. Any, 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 cartologist. Exactly. Um, In like, let's just say the Goonies. Um, That movie, like they follow the map from beginning to end basically. And it's, it's exciting and it's got like more cohesion because they're actually on like a whole, a journey that makes sense. And this one, they're just sort of randomly going around until they happen to find the thing. And uh didn't work for me in that in that sense. I suppose it's not a big deal now that I'm saying it out loud, but I feel like it would have been a big deal, but it's yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's definitely like I don't
1: know. Let's utilize this this thing we've got here. Yeah, why do you have a map if like it barely matters? Yeah. And also why like even have like I don't know, why I don't know. Why like why are they looking for the map and not the thing? Like at no point does is anybody say they're looking for the stone or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Um they all just say I want the map and it's like you want the stone is what you want. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean that didn't bother me as much because like the I the the thought here is that you know nobody else knows what the map leads to, right? Oh well they're putting a lot of effort in for not knowing what the hell they're gonna get at the end. Well, they know, but I'm saying, okay. like, they're, you know, I don't oh, okay. know. I
1: see, I see what you mean.
0: But but anyway, so now we're, we're in this little village, and, you know, the village has a hotel with a guy who speaks perfect English.
1: It's kind of um, a fancy village.
0: Yeah, it's quite the village. And I, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to get us, like, something to wear. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, she comes out of the shower. She's got the towel on. She sees the. I guess, beautiful clothes. And, you know, we're supposed to see him and her and they're dressed up. They look nice now, right? Uh That's what it's supposed to look like. He looks crazy. (laughs) His outfit does not look good, in my opinion. I
1: I, I guess you liked it. It worked for you? I don't remember it that much. I thought it was just like white shirt and white pants. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I just...
0: Whatever. I don't know. It was not, not great.
1: He looks very casual to me. I enjoyed it.
0: Well, he's supposed to like see her in that moment and be like, oh my gosh, she's mm-hmm. beautiful. And I'm like, every bit of this movie before
1: this mm-hmm. happened, she looks way better. <laughs> yeah. This, this is not, well, you know, I thought she looked okay. I mean, what, what, yeah, but I'm, not like blow your blow you away type
0: look. You yeah, know, like, well.
1: I don't know. <laughs> She would have looked a lot better if you'd been in her crotch. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I'm not sure what Michael Douglas was supposed to be planning here. Because it did seem like he was going to, like, take the map and go on the quest himself. But you'd think he would have done that when he she was in the shower, say. He never seems to actually take the map. Right. Because the hotel, in fact, has a copy machine. A Xerox machine.
0: Yeah, I... The but he doesn't seem to be utilizing
1: confusing. it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. Maybe he wanted to sleep with her first, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know, he spent some time in her crotch, smelled yeah. good. So, you know. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I could use some potpourri this sense. Um, anyway, so so now they're gonna, you know, eat and then like let's go dancing. And yeah. Danny DeVito is apparently under these tiny tables and nobody notices. Yeah. And what is he doing? He's, like, reaching from...
1: I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it he didn't work for you. <laughs> the slapsticky part where he's crawling under tables on his hands and knees to, I guess, try to get the mat, maybe? I don't know exactly I, what he was trying to do, but... Uh, it was bizarre. I, I, I enjoyed it because they're off dancing, and um, he's getting beaten up by this, like, woman who's the same size as him. And uh, she's like beating the crap out of him because he was crawling under tables, which fair. Yes. Every yeah, time I find right. some creepy exactly. weird guy crawling under tables, I feel like beating him up. So,
0: well, I feel like as a lady, it's a little bit more like you're trying to yeah.
1: dress your skirt or whatever. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah, he um, doesn't come across no matter what his intentions seem to have been. It's not good. <laughs> right, right. But so
0: now we're we're also like looking at this dance when Michael Douglas is like dancing by himself. Yeah, it's very weird.
1: Yeah, it's not the best.
0: It's, I'm like, what is happening here? It got better when they started dancing with each other.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but when
0: he's dancing with himself in that ridiculous outfit, I'm just like, mm, yeah, I'm, I need a lot less and, of that.
1: I might go back and rewatch it because it didn't strike me as that weird. But uh, then again, I do ballroom dancing. and Come I was on. wondering how you would feel about that
0: because you do the ballroom dance. I was literally watching it going like, this looks ridiculous to me, but maybe Zach is like, yeah, looks like dancing. I did.
1: Yeah, I didn't recognize the dance particularly, but none of you should see some ballroom dancing as all. Well. <laughs> like, like that's probably why the outfit didn't bother me as much because the outfits are the yeah. outfits are pretty outlandish for ballroom hey. dancing. Yeah. All right, so so they fell in love. Yep, right? and they and they do it way quick in my opinion. But yeah, so we I just. just... We just cut and they're, you talk about their nudeness, if you like, because they're really nude. Sometimes. That's what I, I, I wrote. Geez, They're very naked. <laughs> yeah. It's like obscene a little bit, actually, how naked they are together. It's like, okay, it's, there's it's both like, of their crotches almost. I know. It's a lot of nudity for not showing nudity. You know I know. I mean? It's like, it's, it's actually somehow more like, yeah, than if it had just, it's like, like more nudity. uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Because if it was n- just like, she was naked, I'd be like, well, okay. So yeah. You know, n- naked.
1: But or like even him, you know, either yeah.
0: way. it was just like, okay, so nudity. But here it's just like, so it, it's like as close as you could get to nudity without having it. Seriously, I wonder whose idea this was, if you know what I mean. Well, it's also interesting because I don't think it's supposed to look like it, but it's very yeah. clear that Michael Douglas is not laying on top of her. Oh, yeah? He's laying to the side of her, which oh. exposes more of like that area for her. Yeah,
1: Because yeah. it's like,
0: Oh okay, we're almost that's that's almost a vagina. Um and you know
1: <laughs> Kathleen Turner, almost a vagina. <laughs> uh she's know. gonna listen to this and love it. Yeah, she's she'll like it. Yeah. She's got a good sense of humor. She'll feel like I, I do, and I do have a good sense of humor for things that are funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh
0: well. So they you know, he he like sneaks and puts the map back the in the purse yeah. there. Um and you
1: see, like I guess he did take it to photocopy it, but that also never has a he he never has an extra map or anything. He doesn't need one. Well he didn't so I think it was like he hit it so that
0: he could take it. Oh. I don't know. I don't really understand it to be honest with you, because like I feel like he could have There were many opportunities for for him to have done something with it.
1: Yeah, and he didn't. But yeah, but it doesn't seem like he did at all. So yeah.
0: Um, And apparently, DeVito put it into Kathleen Turner's head after they get up that that he is gonna cheat them. Yeah, cheater, right? Um, But anyway, I mean, before we get there, though, I guess it's very convenient that we have like a patch of grass that has clearly been driven on already for
1: the path. Yeah, like, oh, neat. This is yeah. just a, you can just drive right up to it. How handy. Um, I wish all my treasure hunts were quite so manicured,
0: but yeah. So now, you know, you know DeVito is going to come out and be like, Hey, bang, bang, you know, like, I've got a gun.
1: <laughs> and hey, bang, bang, I've got a gun. He doesn't shoot it, he comes <laughs> out and says, Hey, bang, bang, I've got a gun. Like, the <laughs> exactly. bang, bang is to make them realize what a gun is in case they've forgotten,
0: right? Exactly,
1: yeah, um, no, that all makes sense.
0: <laughs> I mean, if it happened that way, would it surprise you in this movie?
1: Not really. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you make a good point there. Gotta hand it to you.
0: Um, but I guess this is that, you know, he stops them after they've found the giant piece of green glass. So. Uh-huh. Um, but.
1: the <laughs> giant Piece of green glass. I just I just <laughs> realized what you meant. It, it is a very large emerald, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Are emeralds worth that much? Like, I'm not saying that wouldn't be worth Anything, but or would they be worth thirty thousand, forty whatever dollars? Pro- and also, I that's mean, kind of about large. Not... Yeah, that's the I thing mean, it's, it's really large. Yeah, I think the world's largest diamond is about that. Right, the Hope Diamond. Yeah, gotta look up what my emerald prices are. Yeah, why don't you? Um, It'd be riveting for the listeners. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Well, so here's what I think is funny. So we've got. You know, Danny DeVito confronts them, blah, blah, blah. He's got them. He's leading them back to the car. Then Zolo shows up. And Danny DeVito thinks, or Ralph, I guess, thinks, um, running is probably the better option.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got a car, (laughs)
0: but I can run. I
1: have the foggiest idea why he did this. This is perhaps the most most mind-boggling thing to me in the movie. He (laughs) he decides to run away.
0: Yeah. Who is he going to get away from? Here. I know, and then it's like, so they're gonna chase him in the car, obviously, yeah. and yeah. then catch him, obviously. Yeah. And you and know, like, Michael Douglas jumps off the car and tackles him, and then they take the car and get away. And I'm like, Yeah, that was really
1: bright, Danny DeVito. It's like he's trying to sabotage himself sometimes.
0: <laughs> he's like,
1: I don't know why I do it, but uh I I <laughs> like a good DeVito. I try. Um, so for the record, uh diamonds are about a thousand dollars, like not diamonds, emeralds are about $1,000 a carat. Um, well, so then that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm on some sort of jeweler's website, and this only 6.52 carat uh, emerald, which is from Colombia, by the way, um, is priced at 273300 US dollars. Um, well, that's not 1000 a, a carat, is it? Yeah, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting conflicting information here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... Uh, it, so, yeah, it would possibly be worth a heck of a lot of money, as long as it's all I'm saying. That indeed is actually very plausible. Well,
0: so so they get, they're they getting away in the car, right? And they go into the river. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this part I actually really enjoyed. It made me laugh. Where are you going with the steering?
2: Yeah. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's <laughs> trying to steer the car. That's, that was good. Yeah. Um, so that you know, then they're gonna they're gonna jump out of the car, I guess, before they go over the waterfall.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Seems like this is a solid plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they seem to be fine afterwards. Oh uh, yeah, it didn't,
1: didn't bother them. They just end up on either on side, either of, side the river. of the river, right? Isn't that, in that handy?
0: And uh and this is where she's like, "You're just trying to steal from me, or whatever."
1: Yeah. So because Danny she's... Danny DeVito's word is worth taking in this movie. I know. Right?
0: It was weird to me that like
1: that mattered so much to her yeah um like he might be but not because danny devito said so you know right right exactly
0: um and then the zolos guys show up and boy are they lucky that these
1: guys are such terrible shots i know they get shot at so much and it's just nothing but the palm fronds getting knocked over that's it i mean by this point in the movie they're not even scared of them anymore yeah you know like guys i've i've learned that this is not a big deal yeah we could talk for a little while longer. Yeah, it's, it's good. Go. Don't worry. It's just it's Zolo's men shooting at us. We're fine. Trust me. <laughs> and Zolo's like, damn, you got away again.
0: But uh, I I remembered thinking like, how much do you want to bet that Jack Colton's going to show up right in the nick of time? Um, you know,
1: I would not. That's what I was the thinking. Doesn't. Yeah. That's not what happened though, I, which I actually I, liked. Yeah, it, it it you know like uh the, the that scene where he shows up is kind of confusing and weird to me but that's okay. Well, we're just about there.
0: Oh, when they when they've got a hold of him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, well anyway, so she's she she
0: goes to the hotel, he's not there, yeah. right? And then uh she brings the map to Ira. Yeah. Who?
1: <laughs> I mean, you and your sister can go (laughs) (laughs) possibly possibly his worst acting yet which is really fun i'm so glad that that we found a new a new high for his worst acting (sighs) his bad acting has never been uh worse yeah his bad acting has never been better so (laughs) i had trouble formulating that because i'm so and that's when
0: colton shows up because they they bring him. uh, you know for some reason they shoot guns yeah first and then he comes
1: I guess it's zolo's men right yeah yeah they're just they just fire randomly they just they don't even really know how guns work yeah there's um, noise making machines to them
0: yeah so then you know uh he kind of ends up screwing it up more than helping
1: yeah excellent work jack <laughs>
0: uh
1: he's hiding the, the diamond or the emerald in his pants
0: right and I
1: mean so, so that when he is hit in the groin ish, it'll make a
0: clink sound,
1: yeah. Um, and okay, apparently I'm... that
0: won't hurt you because, by the way, you know, they hit the emerald, yes, but then the yeah. emerald would move also, yeah, it would
1: go into him. It's not a cup, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make a cup out of emeralds, that's sure. what he's planning on doing. I think I'll finally make it in pro sports, it's just what I needed. Um, lack of an emerald cup. I think the Emerald Cup is what you win in golf, but uh, I also enjoy it... that like they were like,
0: I know where there's going to be a bunch of Crocs. Let's go over here.
1: Yeah, they just happen to know this is where the Crocs are. So, alrighty then. And I was just absolutely in love with them. Look at the snappers yeah. on those. Yeah, I thought it was funny that they aren't even his Crocs, but then his Crocs do show up later. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's just too many Crocs in this part of the movie. This is like Croc Central. The city needs to take care of its Croc problem. You ask me. And there was. So to go back to the
0: stone being in his pants, we spend yeah. a long time watching the stone go down his pants. Yeah,
1: it's like ooh, it's wiggling. Like, it's a, it's like one of those uh one of those little tracks that ball bearings go down. And it yeah, right, exactly. It's very and then it lands on his shoe directly onto his shoe. So okay. So he can kick <laughs> it. No, not even kick it, like throw it via his shoe.
0: Yeah, choke on it. But Zolo yeah. catches
1: it. Yeah, but it was weird. Like, yeah. I thought
0: for sure they were gonna have it like go like slightly in where the crocs are, and then like, yeah. he would like try to go get it. No, but this you is know? the better way to go. No, then we get like the
1: this <laughs> it crazy is the better way to go scene <laughs> where he turns he gets his hand chomped off by a croc, so. ripped off, like and then we see like the weird stone very graphic. Got, like, or something. It's weird. Yeah. this is this is what I mean about this movie's tone problem for me. Every so often it's just fo so weirdly graphic or Violent or something, but it wasn't
0: weirdly graphic throughout any of it up yeah. until this moment. Yep. I mean, just it was
1: suddenly it's like horror esque. Very strange yeah. for me.
0: I mean, I was expecting there to be issues with the crocs, right? Yeah. but I well, was clearly. not expecting him to lose his hand.
1: Yeah, you know, this is the sort of movie where you think if someone's going to get eaten by a croc, they just fall in and then we cut away and they go, oh! and they're dead. Right, they have a Wilhelm scream. Right,
0: exactly, and but then. No. Yeah, and then and then right after that, like so Michael Douglas chases the croc
1: mm-hmm. and
0: grabs it by the tail. By the way, crocs like 800 900000 pound animal. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're underestimating how strong crocs are. Yeah, you're not stopping this this uh this animal from doing
1: what it wants to do. And like their tails are pretty strong because that's how they propel themselves through water. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So now <laughs> You know, he, he, one-handed Zolo is mm-hmm. gonna catch up with uh with what's her face here, Joan yeah. and yeah. Elaine. And um she's she's gonna throw the knife.
1: Yeah. I thought I was like, this was actually gonna work, you know. I did too. Um it doesn't though at all. It doesn't and he's he's okay. still really good at I don't know what because he cat he catches it in the wood. That's pretty impressive, actually.
0: Yeah. And then Zolo uh, grabs her, and he's like, "Gonna stab her!" And yeah, this is a long time of her being like, "Oh, you're not gonna stab me yet. I'm still holding you. This, oh, I almost this. got this thing. Oh, I've almost got it. Oh, now I'm gonna get you with your own cigar, which apparently he's still smoking while yeah. he's doing this. Um, well, you know,
1: it's, he needs he needs something to go right. He's lost. I just his feel like he could have stabbed her by then. He very much could have, but. Um, you know, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'm gonna have an excuse as to why he didn't, but I got nothing, he just didn't. <laughs> and He's then an she, like,
0: where's the excuse? And then she, like, kicks him onto the gate, or into yeah. the grate, I should say. And this is a very not sturdy grate to have over uh, a bunch of crocs, by the yeah, way. It had looked
1: like it was like iron, like it's like a sewer yeah, grate. Apparently, and it's it, wood, it collapses like it's really weak wood, so okay, or it's styrofoam. I don't yeah, even know, yeah, exactly. I think it's mostly styrofoam or whatever balsa wood or something but, <laughs> but uh yeah and he falls right in and then i guess he's you know what the crocs got part of him and now the crocs get the rest of him yeah it's like you know hooking the if somebody was gonna die by a croc you'd think it would be it'd be the cousin bad guy ira so yeah no kidding but he apparently just gets away and is arrested later maybe yeah I know. well
0: maybe we'll see in the second movie yeah you know maybe I we hope will they keep him
1: um Um, yeah he's like an important character in the second one
0: so now this whole time you know jack has decided i guess i'll let go of the croc, right and he's he's rock climbing right this is what he wanted to do this is the john long portion this is the the Entire reason for the movie and (laughs) he gets up there and he doesn't do anything he doesn't help at all he's just yeah it's actually it's actually kind of funny he's completely useless um (laughs) It's sort of
1: reminiscent of Jesse, actually, in that Jesse doesn't do shit, but like he's a hero. Yeah, but it doesn't even quite lean into the fact that she took care of herself. I mean, she did take care of herself, but it doesn't really make a point of it. It's just, oh, I'm here now, and then he's gone. And then she's like, you're not leaving me, are you,
0: Jack? (laughs) He's like, I sure am. (laughs) But you're going to be all right, Joan
1: Wilder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this is very inspiring very it's weird ending what the hell is happening if that happened to me if i was like you're not gonna leave are you and, and somebody said exactly what michael douglas says here i'd be like well fuck him you know yeah, like exactly. jesus christ you can't just like get like i'm not okay because you were nice about it you still ju- <laughs> you still dove into the water and left like you'd rather dive into a bay than talk to me
0: with at least one croc in it
1: yeah at least one croc in it and as we've seen these are fairly crock infested areas so <laughs> whatever speaking of crock infest we'll get to that later so yeah, the then so
0: then we get to you know we, we cut back to new york and she's meeting with gloria and gloria has just read her book and is crying
1: is right? crying which we we were not we saw the exact same thing right that she just <laughs> read but were any of us crying <laughs>
0: I always love in a movie when they talk about the story of the movie being
1: amazing. You know, it's like okay, self congratulatory already, but um, yeah, I wasn't crying personally.
0: No, nor was I. Although I will say, they did get me with one last joke. Uh, do you know what the joke is?
1: Um, boots. Oh, the alligator boots. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, hold on. So you actually? I actually laughed when I saw the boot uh-huh okay i didn't
0: think it was funny when he was explaining the explaining joke. it that,
1: that was over explained for sure um, yeah but so she gets back to her apartment right he's in a boat on a car yeah. i don't really know why How are do the you...
0: sails up
1: i don't know wouldn't it they seems... be worried that the wind might catch it and... <laughs> <laughs> it would steer the car instead of the engine <laughs> hold on the wind power is taking over our car no but uh i I don't know how you transport boats around. Like, are you even allowed to drive it around, like, streets? You cannot. Well, you could drive. Sure, you can do that, but you can't have the freaking sails up. Yeah, and, like, driving around randomly. No, we have to make a stop. But no, you have to go straight to the water, I feel like, personally. <laughs> like, you don't get to go to the <laughs> we store. We have to
0: make a... We gotta go pick somebody up in my boat. Yeah,
1: I guess. Apparently. And... And... I guess I guess you laughed when you saw the... the I boot. laughed
0: when I saw the boots. So I was like, yeah, oh, no, that's sp- funny.
1: When I saw the boots, I, I I made an audible noise, but it wasn't laughter. It was the <laughs> it was the noise of an eye roll. It was the noise of an of a very frustrated eye roll. <laughs> and frustrated is more, we'll we'll get to it in the rank, but there were a lot of parts of this movie I wanted to like a lot, and I did not always succeed in liking it. Well, Personally. I have to
0: say we can tell the listener this. I you know, I I texted you and said I'm watching Romancing the Stone now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I hadn't watched it yet, so. and you hadn't watched it yet, and you were like so curious as to what direction the the Wow was. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: and like I said at the very the very beginning of the movie, I kind of liked while well, she was all in New York, base or wherever, basically, and um, it wasn't. It was like twenty minutes, fifteen minutes into the movie, I was like, I you know, like I this could still be a, like a like a like he's surprised at how good it is. Wow, or something like that. And then twenty minutes into the movie, I was like, I know which way the Wow went. I know. <laughs> I am aware.
0: I see what happened here. Yeah. I was about where I was when I texted you that. Too.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah, it goes oh, like 25 I think when, minutes in. When we got to that part in the overview here, you, you said this is where it really goes off the rails about. And I was like, Yeah, it really is. So, <laughs> so yeah. Then they sail off together, I guess, except what they're doing is drive off together on yeah, this to drive off on a sailboat. He's like, uh, he's like, Garcon, nearest ocean. Yeah. They don't have supplies or anything. She has no clothes or the cat's not taken care of. They're just like, I like
0: the idea that they're in like Wichita,
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> the nearest ocean no by which I water. mean
0: a thousand miles that way. <laughs> um all right, well, so that's it. That's the whole movie over. Yeah. Now we can move on to the uh the namesake of the show, the rank. Oh wait. <laughs> so the rank is where we rank the movie on 10 categories. Story, acting, originality, action sequences, chase and fight scenes, film coherence, hero appeal, appeal uh, villain appeal slash hatred, supporting characters appeal, and the final showdown. Mm-hmm. We rank it on a scale of 1 to 5, 1 being the worst, 5 being the best, and Zach starts. So the first category story,
1: what do you have for it? Um, I gave this story a 2.75. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. wanted to... I... <laughs> Like I said, there were a lot of parts of the story I wanted to like. A, the direction of it was like I kind of wonder what the what the what the stuff they changed from the um from the test screening was. Yeah. Some of the changes that you mentioned they did this actually seems like it might have been better, but um.
0: Well, right, the stuff that you enjoyed about it were the yeah. changes that they
1: made. So yeah, so like, how I, bad I, was it? I would like to. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would like to get my hands on the script, but um, it would be interesting at <laughs> in any rate. I, I'm not positive. I would say I'd like it, but two point seven five might be a little generous. But I mean, I, I, I was I was tempted to like uh, a lot of the things. It's just that not, a lot of the execution was wrong. So I'm just gonna let you go from here. Well, if you think that was generous, wait till you hear mine. <laughs> I I gave it a four. Oh wow. Okay. So. Because I
0: actually liked the story. So I was like, okay, take the bad acting out of it Mm -hmm. and take like the slapsticky stuff out of it and the stuff, Mm -hmm. all the stuff that didn't work. And you just say, here's the story, right? Mm -hmm. A romance novelist sister gets kidnapped. She goes to help her, gets lost, meets a guy she kind of describes in her books. They fall in love. They save the sister and live happily ever after Mm -hmm. with some adventure in between, right? So that's a good story. I can get down with that story. Yeah,
1: you're right, actually. So I liked the story. That's a little bit what I was trying to say, where the story's bones were good. Right. And just a lot of the actual what they went with or right. whatever didn't quite work. But I'll, The uh, filmmaking, not so great, but the story, good. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, so acting is the next category, and mm. uh, I gave that a two and a half. Okay. So Kathleen Turner is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Douglas is all right. You know, he's Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I really don't think they this was very good acting, but whatever. Um, I'm really curious what you're gonna say for this one actually because mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I'm off base. like maybe they did what the director wanted, but I just feel like it was mediocre. I, you know, yeah. I don't know.
1: So yeah, what do you have? I gave it a two. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're on the same page. with the caveat that I thought that the two main stars were fine, they, they had right. moments where they were charismatic and like and like that worked for me. But they I actually thought good.
0: Kathleen Turner was better than Michael Douglas. Personally, I
1: think so too. Michael Douglas was
0: <laughs> he was a little wooden. I felt
1: he like was, he was a yeah. I don't know. He he had he had the wrong idea about the character.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: was like a little too like devil may care without actually being interesting or fun.
0: Yeah, like that's a good way to describe it because it's he was like it was like he was trying to be devil may care, but like yeah, it just it wasn't, wasn't coming off
1: correctly. Yeah but it was that wasn't like enough to sink the movie but at the same time them being good and actually Danny DeVito was perfectly fine um yeah that's exactly what you want from that character basically maybe a little less silly but the movie a is a little silly, less silly so.
0: yeah anyway but uh
1: but them being okay wasn't enough to to make up for um no one else in the movie being good at all so
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so. Uh, so let's go on to
1: originality.
0: What do you have for that?
1: Well, or, originality, I also gave it two. Um <laughs> okay. Although, although thinking about it now, when you were talking about how this was written before Raiders of the Lost Ark, and obviously it came out before, like because I kept thinking of Temple of Doom, like when they're swinging across the, yeah, across the chasm and everything like that. But this came out several years before that, so maybe it's not entirely fair. It's just I don't know. Jungle adventure movie doesn't feel super original to me.
0: Yeah, I gave it a three point two five.
1: I might put I mean, mine up a little bit now that we've talked about it.
0: Well, so I think it's a little bit better than average in that it's a romantic comedy.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's so a romancing taken... the stone comedy, right? <laughs> the romantic.
0: It's it's funny because
1: I was thinking of did you see the Sandra Bullock
0: movie The Lost City?
1: Ah uh, no out last year. No, I did not. Um, it was supposed, supposed to be cute.
0: i I enjoyed it, but it does seem a lot less original now after watching this. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this movie it was fun. It was definitely evocative of Raiders, and I realized that the script was written before Raiders. but yeah, Raiders came out first, so that's the frame of reference. So still though, I think it was original enough, especially since the male lead wasn't really all that heroic. and, yeah. he, and he didn't even really win anything. You know? Yeah, <laughs> The only thing he yeah. ever really did was he got Zolo away from her in the very beginning, and after that, yeah. he doesn't do much.
1: He doesn't do much of anything. A lot of it is like she would have been welcomed by the drug dealers without him. Um, in fact, he almost made it a little worse. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Um. I think I'm gonna... I don't know if you're done with your... With talking I'm done. About it. Yeah, go for it. I was gonna... I'm gonna put it up to like a 2.75. So, still not super into how into its uh, originality, but it's a lot more original than I gave it credit for right after watching it.
0: (laughs) Right, well, uh, that's okay. Well, so let's go on to action sequences. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you, is it me? Oh, it's me, right? It's you, yeah. Uh, I gave it a 2.75. Okay. They weren't terrible, you know, but they weren't Mm. very good. Uh, Yeah. Like how many shots did they miss? Yeah. (laughs) It's like the action sequences were basically them shooting at nothing.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> just empty air, just target practice and yeah, failing exactly. at
0: it. Exactly. I don't know how
1: you fail at practice, but there you go. <laughs> practice? Yeah. Um,
0: I'm talking about practice. So interesting that there was a very low body count, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. besides basically it's Zolo, right? Who dies? Yeah. The janitor that Zolo killed and the one guy of Ira's army that got shot by Zolo's army and fell off the facade.
1: <laughs> the one That's poor it. guy. Uh yeah, I feel bad for that janitor. Think about that. Right off the bat, he's dead, and basically very few other people die. Just him. I feel worse for the guy that got shot and fell off the facade because, like, at well, least he was a soldier.
0: Or sure, something. but like he's like, 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 really? I'm the only one who gets shot out of the what thousands of rounds of ammunition that go in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, what do you have for action sequences?
1: I gave it a two. Yeah. Um yeah, there was some some excitement. I understand it's not the whole point to be like this super exciting action movie, but they definitely could have been more engaging. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that I don't know there. Basically, communicator. Encapsulates. So let's, yeah, exactly. let's move on. <laughs> All right, well, the next one is chase slash fight scenes. What do you have there? I actually gave that one a 2.75 because I thought that they were a little bit better. And not like better, better, just... Like for instance, I guess the, the the in the mule, you know, whatever. Yeah. That was, I guess, kind of exciting. So
0: I don't have much to say about it either. I gave it a three and a half, which is mm. higher than the two point seven five that it gave yeah. action sequences. So I'm feeling similarly to you. Um, they were more fun than the action scenes and better done, I think. Still mm-hmm. not fantastic, but I think better yeah. than average. Yeah. Um, Riding a car down a river, I thought was pretty good. So get some bonus points for that creativity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, I don't have much else to say. So I'll move on to film coherence. (laughs) (laughs) I'll move on to film coherence. And this was a really tough category for me. I just didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. I gave it a 4.25. Okay. And I just I didn't want to give it a four point two five because I was like how how can I give this movie a four point two five in any category? But yeah. it was surprisingly coherent. Uh huh. Um, I wasn't expecting. I just I, I think it actually flowed fairly well in terms of plot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I, I don't know that I would have gone with the plot that they went with in a lot of cases. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but that's the one they went with and it's coherent um, uh-huh. I don't know I guess <laughs> I guess that says that's just what it is so yeah what do you have
1: <laughs> so um that like was a funny. good score for not a great <laughs> yeah a lot of our our scores here have ended with I don't know uh... <laughs> well um but yeah I gave it a three um I was like going to give it a lot lower, and then I realized a lot of my problems were just more the direction it decided to go in. Like you said, um, I would have really preferred a more something a bit more centralizing, I guess. Like, for instance, I kept, kept harping on wanting them to be following the map rather than just wandering, ending up in this city and this town. Um, but that's more of a structure kind of thing than actual coherence. I guess it makes sense that they're just trying to get to the closest city or whatever um so yeah three that's all i got
0: yeah no i it's uh, yeah i don't know if you can tell listeners but uh (laughs) this was an underwhelming movie for us (laughs) yes all right well the next category is hero appeal so what do you have for that one
1: i I gave that a three as well uh which i was just as i don't know might have been lower i guess because he came off as uh, we already talked about that but um He's likable enough, I suppose. I might put it down as any bit, depending on what you say.
0: Well, I give it a three point two five. Mm-hmm. And I I combined Joan Wilder and Jack Colton for this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I liked Joan better than Jack, actually. Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah. I forgot I to talk they were about, all right. I forgot you to talk I'm... about Joan in mine, so I'll just do that again in a sec.
0: All right. Well, I you know, I thought they were all right, but nothing great. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed them on screen. I didn't actually feel like they had as much chemistry as the movie wants us to believe, personally. Yeah. Um,
1: but you know, I was rooting for him, so sure.
2: Mm-hmm. So I right, was rooting,
1: I was rooting for him, so sure. She, no, she was yeah. a, a, a likable enough hero. Um I liked how bumbling she was, but also capable at the end. Yeah, I, I feel like her arc was very
0: it was much, it was probably the most well done of the movie you know mm-hmm. yeah so all right well i guess the next category is villain <laughs> appeal slash hatred
1: um <laughs> i guess the next yeah i guess nothing we can do about it
0: <laughs> well nature <laughs> i think you're going to be surprised by okay by this. okay <laughs> i gave it a four okay i thought zola was a pretty decent villain and i'm putting him as the villain yeah, not just, ralph and ira
1: okay
0: i didn't like him you know yeah he's he's not likable and and not in a way that's like um oh this is like so annoying to have him on screen he was kind of intimidating mm-hmm. except for when he shoots guns apparently <laughs> he, um, just,
1: he has no conception of how that works
0: but it was you know and they also presented that everybody was afraid of him and i i, I was like i kind of get it you know um he didn't say much but he was kind of a he just was kind of a scary dude um i i wouldn't put him in the pantheon of great villains or anything but i think i rooted against him more than i rooted for the heroes so yeah that
1: might be the case um yeah so yeah anyway what do you have I, i'm not super surprised because i gave mine a 3.25 um i i Zola was in fact kind of menacing um yeah right I didn't feel like he belonged in this movie, but um especially not especially not lacking a hand shuffling around like a zombie Zolo, but um <laughs> but also Ira and uh, you you knew their names somehow. Ira and I ran Ralph. Ralph, I don't know how you remember that. <laughs> Danny Danny DeVito and other guy. Um they were pretty effective villains too, in that they were like slimy and whatever. Uh uh, Ira was. I wanted him gone all the, every time he was on the screen, but I liked oh, yeah. I liked Danny DeVito uh, pretty okay. He was like a good sub villain who was sillier than menacing, so that was fine.
0: Well, I'm really curious about the next one. Mm. So, supporting characters appeal. What do you have for
1: that? I, I gave that a 1.75 because <laughs> I could barely. <laughs> I, see, I think knew you lower than me. Yeah, I. Who are even the supporting characters aside from? You know what? Actually, well, see, I didn't... I gave Zolo just the villain. The villain was Zolo yeah. to me. So okay. Ralph and Ira were supporting okay. characters. Okay. Elaine.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was Glory. gonna
1: I forgot about Gloria, actually. I just somehow didn't count her in this. So I might put mine up a little. Yeah, you know, the... 2.25, mostly for Gloria, except she's very little. <laughs> and then everyone else was complete trash, if you ask me. And I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> what about the drug dealer guy? The drug dealer I really didn't want. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't so. Nobody was so I bad. Enjoyed as, him. I didn't. So he was. I don't know where. In like he the was goofy, weird. campy way. I don't know. It Didn't work for me. So two point two five is all. Well, I gave it a three point seven five. Okay. So <laughs> you like? You, they in fact did work better than you. But then the again,
0: campiness really worked for me. I I didn't think the movie was good, but I I don't know. I enjoyed them.
1: You know the the scores I'm giving it don't reflect the fact that I thought it was pretty okay. But,
0: oh, you you liked. See, I'm wondering. Did you? You might have liked the movie more than I did, actually.
1: Yeah, the movie was pretty okay. Just didn't work in a lot of ways. And I would have much preferred like ignore a lot of the action stuff and a lot of the <laughs> villain stuff and just be like, whatever, let it wash over me. But that's what we were grading here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah if, if you're including danny devito in your supporting characters well yeah that bumps it up a lot that probably went up a little bit so
0: because i mean the, the i thought the acting wasn't very good but what yeah. i specifically wrote was but i enjoyed ralph when he was on screen
1: yeah okay danny
0: devito um ira was ridiculous yeah but he started to kind of win me over by the end uh, like not the acting but yeah. just like the character, the silliness of the character, like mm-hmm. when are you coming to get me? Soon.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll send the boat back. I promise. Um,
1: that was that was indeed kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I also liked like, you know, they're facing their potential death. Yeah. Look at the snappers on that one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: just so obsessed with
0: snappers, apparently. Yeah. yeah and you know, just...
1: Fascination with, with Crocs. That He's... that whole
0: end for Iro is like, okay, you, you got me. I was enjoying
1: him. I'll admit it. So
0: yeah, 3.75, which feels too high, but, you know, I don't know. It's still worked for me. It worked so, for you, worked
1: for you. And uh, if I had enjoyed... Oh, I like Gloria, was, too. Yeah, and I, I, you see, that might have actually colored my opinion of the movie a little bit i wanted it to be a romantic comedy about the publishing world here because i enjoyed that part and then it just wasn't at all it was completely different <laughs> for me so that's not really possibly all that fair for me it's just that i think that like that is a reflection that the basic idea of the plot was very flawed because i don't think it worked but that's okay
0: <laughs> right it's kind of how i feel too because like that's what i was saying with film coherence I'm like, mm-hmm. i didn't really think I
1: just wouldn't have gone with this plot, but it's yeah. coherent, yeah. you know? oh, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as far as it does in fact exist. <laughs> I'm against it existing, but there we are.
0: All right. So now the next one is final showdown, and I gave that a three and a half. Okay. that was a decent final showdown. Um, I think it was a creative way for the villain to go. Um mm-hmm. I, I like that they had the male hero really not being much of a hero, mm-hmm. especially in the eighties, you know, yeah. mid eighties. Um, I couldn't believe how gruesome the croc taking Zolo's hand was. That yeah. that really threw me off. But you know, I mean, it was okay. It was you know, I I was
1: into the final showdown. It's not the best, but what what do you have? Um, I gave it a three. Um, that honestly feels a little high for me looking <laughs> back. But I was okay with it. Um, it went on a little too long, which is a frequent complaint with Final Showdown for me. But really the only part i didn't care for was the initial part where she's giving the emerald to um quantum Gemerald to um what's his face there ira i don't know how you remember his name i was caught <laughs> about him. um but like and then michael that was they could have just combined that with zolo's men showing up and saved saved a couple of minutes and a couple of minutes here is pretty pretty precious to me um I liked exactly like how you said how Michael Douglas didn't actually end up helping. Uh, that was fun, and kind of in keeping since, you know, I liked her finding like that she can take care of herself. Right. Better. So that was that was good. Um, I really would not have gone with the gruesome Zolo hand, arm getting hand getting cut off, but whatever. Me I'm either. Not, I'm not a I'm not a world renowned director, so what do I know? Um, and then the only other thing that I was going to say I didn't understand like I just didn't like Michael Douglas diving into the fucking ocean it was just so (laughs) random and weird to me and also he's really going to find one crocodile or whatever he knows the one it had a yellow tail it had a yellow tail apparently which he can see in the water in the dark he is good enough at swimming underwater with his eyes open to find this thing you know crocodiles are only evolved millions of years ago to do exactly this Swim around in the water and avoid other things unless they don't want to. And yeah, they've p- never,
0: they hadn't had to evolve. Yeah, from Michael Douglas.
1: Oh well, so. that's true. He's a new, uh, he's a new aspect of this ecosystem. They're not ready for him. Exactly. He's going to, he's going to change the game of evolution. Um, Jack T. Colton. That's exactly it. Yes, and um, then he wrestles it apparently in the water. I guess it and wins. And wins. That's. <laughs> That's a really weird idea, and by the way, it occurs entirely off-screen. So that's funny. Although it does take a while, so maybe he like actually went and got alligator hunting equipment and hunted it down and shot it or something. We'll never know. Yes, we will never know, and I guess I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with it, too.
1: <laughs> that's,
0: so that's the rank. Um, where do you think it ended up?
1: probably number three or four
0: yeah it was close to the top yeah um no i have good (laughs) news for sly oh my god did it get behind uh uh,
1: cliffhanger it did
0: which like i'm sorry but i definitely like cliffhanger more than this
1: yeah i really think
0: cliffhanger we did dirty
1: (laughs) or you did dirty anyway (laughs) well you know not every villain can be as good as zolo and um certain villains in Cliffhanger definitely were not anywhere near as good as Solo. (laughs) Which is saying a lot, because I don't know that I cared for Solo that hard. Well, you know, it's funny. I think that
0: if I hadn't been nicer to this movie... Yeah, you were, like, really into it, I think. I I was... The categories just happened to work in its favor, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, For me. But Mm -hmm. it ended up with a a 61.5. So it's, it's above Bloodsport, which I think is right. Um, <laughs> it's also above robot facts. It's also above robot jack. <laughs> but when we were going through it I was like, geez, is this is going to be the only the second movie to get into the 50s?" Yeah. But Nope. just barely
1: got into uh D tier. <laughs> the bottom of D tier. Um that's that's our uh, our our capsule review of this movie. Barely worth a D. <laughs> barely worth a D. <laughs> D-. Um,
0: <laughs> but, you know, I think that would not be Michael Douglas's review for Kathleen Turner in this movie. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> worth a D. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to see an updated list of our rankings, you can see that on our website at therankwithjohnandzack.com. Become a patron on uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash therankpodcast. And listen to these episodes before anybody else. Or heck, you could even have a moment on the podcast with us if you'd like, or get a shout out. Lots of different options. Um, also, if you just want to engage with us, you can shoot us an email at the rank with John and at protonmail.com or us at at the rank podcast or threads us at the rank podcast or instagram us at the rank podcast or TikTok us at the rank podcast or you can watch youtube clips and full episodes uh or you can watch clips and full episodes on the on our youtube channel which is the rank with john and zach all these different ways so
1: (laughs) enjoy um (laughs) i personally enjoy interacting with um you know social media accounts on many different platforms that's my hobby (laughs) I just log at it from one thing to another.
0: That's what I do, too. I know. Um, It's it's a great pastime. It's how we've become so close.
1: It's my version of collecting stamps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, either way, check us out next week when we're ranking the next movie in our Best Picture series, Sideways, the 2004 Best Picture nominee starring Paul Giamatti and directed by Alexander Payne. Now, for the next episode of our action movie series, join us in two weeks for Iron Man 2. We're celebrating the release of the newest MCU movie, The Marvels, by ranking the next MCU movie in order of release and the second Iron Man. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. Iron Man deuce. Yep. Dropping a deuce on us. So thanks again for listening and goodbye.
1: And aja anashi to unai.